Yeah, let's on. officially start. So, welcome to a Cleveland Moto podcast. This is number 321. Yeah. Yay. The Orange Julius podcast. This is the Orange Julius podcast. We've, uh, or the, I should we should call this the Orange Fulius. Mm. <laughs> so, um, this is definitely not a Mai Tai. Uh, Oscar brought a fifth of rum. So he got a fifth of Don Q, and then we supplemented it with a whole bunch of Stroh's overproof Austrian spiced rum. And then we supplemented that with some Jim Beam. And then we cut it back with some Trader <laughs> Joe's or Trader Vic's Mai Tai mix and some pine orange banana because we couldn't get pine pineapple juice. Pine. Right. Okay. Pineapple. So pine. <laughs> Apple, orange, banana juice. <laughs> um, pine salt. Honestly, I gotta say, for being what it is, it's tasty. It's a pretty good version of what it is. Hell yeah, yeah, it is. But it is definitely an orange Julius minus the egg. This could be dangerous. <laughs> I think you're right. And Cromkey brought yeah. a bag of uh, hooligans. Jello over there. shots. Jello. So we have a bag of Jello shots. Um, my flavor was orange, and the color was orange. I'm pretty sure the blue ones are gonna taste like blue. It tastes like Windex. <laughs> exactly. And to my immediate left, we have... Oscar. Hey, Oscar. <laughs> oh, and by the way, we're going to announce that only one person rode a bike tonight because it was lightly precipitating, yeah. yep. and that was Steve Hoffert. Rode, he, he, again, he, he rode his monkey. <laughs> and then to the left... Nick. the monkey. If Nick had headphones on, he would know how impossibly quiet he was yeah. just oh. now. Yeah. Nick! That's <laughs> I think you. I think we should make him do that for the entire podcast. The uh, and then to his left, Steve Hoffert. Excellent. And to his left, Johnny Mac. Very good. And to his left, Dan Kropke. Now, remember to the podcast listeners that is clockwise on your radio dial. So if, if you're looking at your speakers, you have to look in a clockwise rotation. When we say to his left, we always start with twelve o'clock on the dial, and we go down from there. And then sleepy. Right, I'm here. In the 10 o'clock position. Yeah, basically. And then to his left. Chris Smith. And you're going to notice that Chris Smith sounds different tonight. Thank, because thank we God. made him move his chair. <laughs> and he's on the punishment mic because he, we didn't realize there was going to be eight people. There. Right. And that's and we haven't had eight people in a podcast yeah, in a long time. Yeah. So he's on the punishment mic, first of all. And second of all, we had to move him because we have so much food and drinks and shit in the kitchen. He was in the way. Yeah. Normally yeah, he sits it. in the kitchen, but we had right. to have room in there. We didn't him. have enough space for him, so that's it. <laughs> I'm happy to say I've had my second COVID shot. Nice. Uh, yay. So that was great. Yeah, me uh, too. Yeah. And I mean, it's super cool. And we, I was commenting earlier that when I went in for my second shot, I had my appointment set for Tuesday, but I was busy, so I couldn't do it. So I had to reschedule it for Wednesday. And I went in there. It was a fucking ghost town. They were like, they were on the street yelling, shot, shot. Shot, 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 shot. And that was it. And there was just girls taking their tops off, but nobody was actually getting COVID shots. So, yeah, it was a shame. But Cleveland apparently had has all the Pfizer's. I don't I know what Pfizer. I don't know what the deal is, but I've had Pfizer, you know. Moderna. You had Moderna? Moderna? Yeah, yeah. What the hell? That's Hey, I paid 10 bucks more, and I get the good stuff. <laughs> to get the Moderna. Yeah, but you don't get a hard dick. Yeah. Well, that's, that has my nothing to do with Moderna. <laughs> my wife got the J&J down in Minerva, down by Canton, Ohio. Get out of here. Huh. So that's like, that is like a unicorn spotting is the Johnson & Johnson virus. She got that the very first, or like the second day it was available. Oh, wow. <laughs> they're, taste, they're testing that on the people on, on the periphery. It's the chewable aspirin right. version <laughs> of the vaccine. <laughs> <laughs> if, if it messes up their genes, it's not really going to be a big deal. They're already kind of... 
I was going to say, <laughs> how, do you, how do you have a test base for that? And you're like, messy well, jeans, you mean? Yeah, yes, exactly. Right, <laughs> messy jeans. Yeah. yeah. So we've inserted this into the gene puddle. <laughs> and, that's, and that's where we are. Uh, so, I mean, I don't know if you guys know, but one of our podcast listeners, Kevin, actually has gotten the very first ever Trail 125. Ooh. fucking actually has it owns it in his name went to the dealership and picked it up call that motherfucker we he, want to talk to him yeah i was like yeah for real yeah we all want to ride your bike yeah. and when i first got the message i thought that the message had come from kevin rosman which i was like oh kevin owes us some favors we can get kevin out here and make him let us ride his bike but it wasn't so it's kevin podcast listener so kevin's got it and he's just he's loving it but to give you an idea, he put his deposit down on his bike six months ago. Mm-hmm. And what was the final price? Did he tell you? I we could look it up. I mean it's it's that's not hidden data. But the uh, but what I will know is that I went to our BMW dealer on Brook Park Road. So I went to Sills and I kinda I did the online thing where you go online to your Honda dealer and you express your interest so that the uh, dealership knows that you exist and is supposed to call you and lavish you with gifts and then do what they can to extort a deposit out of you. I did not get a phone call. And that tells you like where the where the breakdown is. So John, on the other hand, put an interest. <laughs> John, tell the folks what you did. Well, I smelled blood and water. I missed the last podcast and everything. And I'll be honest, I've been looking at that Versys for Weeks and I kind of. Oh, I'm sorry. Which one of the three verses that we had up until just two days ago? The cheapest one. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I felt the one of the most value for the money because it only right. had 1,700 miles on it. It's got no miles on it. That's the old one. And I don't mind that right. it's got the head. I kind of like that one. It doesn't look like a, a yeah sport bike. Well, I don't like the insect front and cell. Mm-hmm. I like oh. the he- headlight over the old headlight. Punisher headlight. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. I kind of like that one. And then Steve happened to mention it around the lunch table that. Oh, yeah, some guy bought that and duffed it and crashed it. And I'm yeah. like, oh, perfect. Now it's cheap. Now it's even better. I can get it on a salvage title. I'm like, I'll swoop in and scoop that up in a minute. I'm like, but he just, can't uh, buy it on a Friday night. <laughs> so I was like, well, you know, let me go look. I'm pretty sure it's li- and it listed up on the website. And I'm like, I'll do this the proper way. Right. I'll go in and I'll fill it out and I'll be like, I would like to schedule a test ride for the Mercies. Oh, and B- Renee goes through all of our contacts, like so. <laughs> so she vets the contacts first to make sure somebody's not asking for a ride on a bike we don't have or something. And I'm expecting a test ride with the handlebars. Like, <laughs> like, like, maybe they don't have to. Later on, it. guys, we'll all invite you guys to go over and look at it. I don't know if you haven't seen it yet. It is crashed, yeah. but the uh, the guy took it out. He made it less than a mile. But mm. long story longer, Renee goes fucking john's a punter (laughs) you know we have it's taking you that long to realize at our shop shop we call them punters and sure as hell i she forwarded to me and i was like god damn it and but i'm gonna say john you might have fucked yourself oh because the bike that you thought was crashed oh isn't the bike that was crashed. Oh. And now that you've told us how much you love that 2014, I'm happy to report it was the 2015 that got crashed. So the bike you wanted to buy is still available. All right. I'm glad we can follow through on that deal for you. We can talk about it. He's telling me about these piles of money he has. I was waiting for somebody to get back with me for my test ride. 
Oh, I wanted to do it in person. <laughs> Just to twist the knife right in there. Oh, you thought you were being funny, huh? Well, we do update our website daily. I really wasn't being funny. I was no. The, so the bike you want? If, if that bike was crashed and then got lightly fixed, or you didn't feel like fixing it and you wanted to get rid of it, the fourteen with no miles on it is still available. Well, I'm interested. Yeah, it's over there, but the I've fifteen got laid out. So <laughs> oh, so it was one of the newer. Bikes. It was one of the newer ones. So in you know how I've been pimping the verses since you've known me uh but we had three of them here because why not buy three of them i mean steve said at one point on the podcast you said that versus was three thousand dollars yeah. no i didn't <laughs> oh yeah he what? said he was gonna do this <laughs> right yeah <laughs> oh we had somebody call and be like yeah i'm buying that versus and i was like which one and so we we totally didn't put two and two together but a podcast listeners did in fact call and try to reel in a three thousand dollar versus <laughs> And Renee was like, oh, yeah, this guy put in a credit app. He did all this stuff. And I looked at the website, and the bike was still like forty four ninety nine or whatever on the website. And the guy's like, no, I want the podcast price. Podcast <laughs> price. Really? You have to be a podcaster <laughs> to get, even get close to that price. Exactly, right? Yeah, so that's it. Yeah, I mean, so it was pretty funny. And that does happen from time to time. But, yeah, super fun, super cool. Uh, tomorrow I get to deliver the Zero DSR police model. So that's. I was the, checking that out. That's pretty cool. We're gonna have fun with that fucker later. Yeah, we're gonna get out in front, and get all the police to show up. Wee! <laughs> yeah. I was looking at how they, inter, you know, they used the integrated siren yep. amplifier system on that. Yeah, but they built their own little custom plate and integrated. Oh, it that's right. You did that for a living. Yeah, oh. I was looking at the, all the whaling equipment yeah. on it. And you appreciate their they, can, their craftsmanship. No, they used only quality stuff. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they're well, really that's nice. Number two for them, right? So that, this is, that is if we built that. Yeah, that's pretty much what we would have done to it yeah and zero zero's on point when it comes to their quality and it shows on that bike i don't think we'd have done it that good good. (laughs) (laughs) i've seen some cleveland police stuff and yeah there's usually an extra wire or two the uh but but those are bonus wires the this is for the metro parks so our metro parks is getting their second uh electric motorcycle so it's a big deal best run institution in the town well and i do think that you know, now that Chief Dolan, when she came in as the chief of the Metro Parks, she went to a lot of trouble to get them recognized as not just like, oh, they're parks cops, they're security guards or whatever. She made Mall sure. cops. Right. Well, she made sure that they are fully like certified OPOTC and they are acknowledged by every federal agency as. I think they PT every year. Oh, they do. Yeah. They Good. do. And their their officers are all in great shape. They train the living hell out of them. But I got to say. Cool, too. I mean, they're very polite, and and they talk to you like a human being. Yeah. So uh, since Chief Dolan went in there, she has done an amazing job. I get pulled over more than I should in the Metro Parks. Well, they have a 30-mile-per-hour speed limit, so they made a choice. So difficult. Yeah. Yeah. You can't have those roads in a 30-mile-per-hour speed limit. Twisties. I know. Yeah. The best road in town is 30 miles. The best road in town, that road should be 50. <laughs> I used to say it was like once a year. Didn't they used to do like a rally through the Metro Park? So that was ages ago. But yeah, they used to do the equivalent of the Pittsburgh Hill Climb, where they would literally say, okay, this is happening here and and now, and they would let it rip. And it was sort of a Group B uh, rally car situation, but vintage. Now, I would happily pay $2,000 for a special license plate for the Metro Parks, (laughs) you know, to just be like, no, you did see the yellow license plate, right? Or the green license plate. 
because I would make a $2,000 donation to the Metro Parks. Well, and every year you need to take a, a driving test where you have to drive through the Metro Parks as fast as you can. Right. Yeah. And if you are within a certain time without yeah. going off the road. Without hitting a then, guardrail. Then, yeah. okay, you get it for the year. You get your green plate. Yep. Yeah, every, I think that's a great every idea. Every Saturday at 6.30 in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> they close off one end of it. Yes, they do. A yeah. group of, you can show up there. Yep. They wait for the last car to make it through. Yep. And then they open it up and say, go at it. It's like going to Zion and, and waiting for a camper to go through off, the trailer. They open it back up to yeah. the public, but that one group of people is just to game go, on. <laughs> it is, it's the most frustrating thing in the world because you're like, yeah, I'm going to take a ride today. It's a beautiful day. I'm going to jump on my bike. I'm going to pop in the Metro parks. And I know that I've got a whole lot of distance with like very few traffic lights with, with very little in the way of a good time. And then you get behind the minivan full of, I don't know. It's Gran- just grannies, grannies on Thorazine and weed cocktails. <laughs> and they're like pulling over to be like, well, I saw a duck cross the road here in 82. We should slow down, <laughs> you know? And it's just like the deer are out there waving cars to go faster. It's just fucking horrible how slow Spring, people look go. Look at that flower. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want to do tonight, Gertrude? I don't know. Let's take a spin through the metro parks and make out. We'll get a you know? key cone. Dairy yeah. Cone I was like, fuck it. Weber's. <laughs> Best goddamn road in, the, in Ohio. Just let us fucking have at it, man. You know, there should just be barriers that they put up like when there's floods. And they should put the barriers up and that should be like... Thanks for Cleveland Moto for making their giant fucking donation. And we would just have at it. That would just be our road yeah. that day. Yeah. yeah. It was. Yeah. I, I feel like that's something that you should propose. Well, we do know the police chief. <laughs> yeah. That's it. So, uh, that maybe, is, maybe she gets a free zero if she does it for you. Wow. There you go. Nice. That's, that's literally barking right up her tree. Yeah. She's, cause she, I think at one point she was like, we want to have six zeros. I was like, you want to have six? Yeah. All of Costa Rica has like 40 for the whole country, right? Phil yeah. says we want to drive fast in the Metro Park. Yeah, we, that's right. exactly yeah. That's what we can do. Your bike, your bike must be at least this quiet Yeah, if you want to drive that fast in the Metro well, Park. Well, this is the time for you to actually go through the Metro Parks on that bike. Oh, when I, de- to try it out. when I deliver these things, I always take a hot lap, you know? So the, every, time I, every time I deliver police bikes to police people... I always make sure to put it on a ludicrous display of speed and stunts in the parking lot. And in front of them. Always in front of them. Always. Because I know that they're going to try it, and I like fixing crashed bikes. So it's way more fun to You're be like... to set the bar. Fuck yeah. yeah. Dude, wheeling into a stoppy in three parking spaces. You know our standard out here in the parking lot. Yeah. It's like no, giving you can do that. It's like giving a bottle to a drunk. And you're dangling it in front of people who have been trained. The last Who time they're at the top of their game. Yeah, the last time I did a wheelie at park, wheelie into a stoppy in the parking lot up front here that we didn't do a podcast. The guy crashed the verses. Right, right. Because right. that guy was all like, "Well, you know, I was looking at the Triumph 850, and I was looking at the Titan, the Tiger, and I was looking at the BMW 1250, and I was looking at the." I said, "But all you've shown me so far is this little tiny budget." <laughs> and all those other things you're talking about have much larger budgets associated with them. Well, but I want to be able to do the Transamerica Trail and the Cannonball Run in the same day. <laughs> and it has to be Winnebago. <laughs> and it has to go to Alaska on the ice. And it also has to get 136 miles per gallon. And it has to float. And it has to get 50,000 miles on the tires <laughs> and everything else. And I was like... It sounds like he wants a CT90. <laughs> it does sound like he wants a CT90. I should have said, and a real man would do all that on a CT90. 
So after all that, I went out in the parking lot and I did all my Shriner moves that I do. And I did all my standing on the pegs and all that stuff. And I was like, look, first through third gear, never touch the throttle. Just let the clutch out. Let the flywheel do the work. And I do all that shit basically to let him know that my deke is big. My deke is very, very big. <laughs> and that's all we do it for. But it's mostly to just be like, look, you asked me 200 dumb questions about this bike. I should have done this first. And then you wouldn't have to ask those questions. Well, guess what happens? He lays it down within a mile. But I already proved to him it was unlaydownable. How did he do that? Yeah. He said he got scared in the middle of the intersection. So he said he got sc- He went into the intersection at Rocky River, heading north at Lorraine. He was making a left because I told him where the Metro Parks was, and he screwed it up. So he went and made a left on the intersection to go, you know, t- to go left onto Lorraine from 237. The light was orange. And he got scared, and he says he gunned it or something, and the back end passed the front end. <laughs> Whatever. That sounds like a great bike. <laughs> Again, he screwed it right into the fucking ground, as they all do. He and should he, have just hung on to he it. He rode it back, and when you see the handlebars, he's literally got a Bosazuku handlebar on one mm-hmm. side, and he's got a standard handlebar on the other uh, side. Oh, he's and, ready for flat track. And he's ready for flat track. He yeah. bent, he bent the, he dented plastic. Right. I don't know how you no, do it's it, legit. but he, he dented, dented plastic. the plastic. Yeah, he get dented the hair dryer out. That'll yeah, be fine. He'll sort it out. At least it wasn't brittle plastic then. Right. It'll yeah. be pliable. It didn't die. I mean, it didn't break. But yeah, long story short, he crashed the shit out of it, and he did ride it back. I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm hating on the guy a little because he crashed the bike on a test ride. Right. Which, if you crash a bike on a test ride, you never should have taken the test ride anyway, and your dumbass should have known that. I had a guy ask me for a test ride today on a zero, and I said, "Well, when's the last time you rode a motorcycle?" And he's like, "Well, my kids got out of college, and so that means 84." <laughs> and I was like, "Oh my god." So you're going to take my $22,000 machine out. The last thing you rode was like a 79 CB400 or some shit. Right. Oh, man. It's probably a CM400. But, but probably a CM400. But I heard this has ABS, so it's okay. Well, and honestly, if you're going to take anything out of my shop and ride it like a dipshit, I would want you to ride the SRF or the SRS because Bosch has spent millions of dollars keeping you from killing your dumbass. Whereas if you take out the cheap zero, like the FX or the FXS... You know you're going to die. Well, no, I know you're going to die. Steve knows you're going to die. Would it make any sense to put them on an SSR before they put them on an SRF? It would make No, because they would go over, they would flip the thing over backwards on top of themselves. It's absolutely true that that I think the least dangerous bike is the SRF because no matter how hard you grip it and rip it, that computer is not going to give you wheel spin. Can you put it into like 15 mile an hour demo yeah, mode? Yeah, I can. Yeah. yeah, I can. I can take my custom mode and I'm just like, okay, what setting do you want? Nerf. And I can just send them out <laughs> and fucking nerf. Yeah, and that's it. And and that's, you know, that's about what you can expect. I mean, that's that's the game. Yeah, I don't yeah, I don't know beyond that. Uh, any other big motorcycle news anybody wants to talk about before I get into the I don't know. Do you, do you want, did you uh, send the article or read the article I sent over? Go ahead. Fire away. So they, I forget the company name, but they uh, they invented a battery technology that's 10 times the volume for the same weight. But more importantly, the battery can actually be a structural part of the element. I thought for the 
when I started reading that article, I was like, oh my God, it's the elusive graphene. Right. Like, it's the story about the elusive substance that, that everyone talks about. Like, when somebody figures out graphene, right. we're all going to be able to go to the Mar- you're gonna go to Mars for the weekend. You mean you right? can't make graphene just by scribbling on a piece of paper and, and taking I mean, a piece of scotch tape and going... And lifting it off. That's yeah. right. Yeah. I thought so that was graphene. I've seen the videos. Yeah. <laughs> Graphenes are like perfect little hexagonal things right. in a one, yeah. mo- one molecule thick little right. layer. Yeah. And if you could layer them up and harness them and turn them into a battery, they would be the best battery in the world. Right. But it hasn't worked. Exactly. Theoretically. So, so I did, did take the, the time to actually read the article. So it, yeah, me too. So, it's, so it says that it's 20% capable of what the lithium, lithium right. ion are capable now. Right. But the weight reduction does help you because you're not carrying a battery. Right. right. Yeah. And but like you're saying, it might be part of the structure of the of the car, which. Well, for a car or a plane or a boat, to me that is a practical application for that. But for a motorcycle, it's not practical because there's not enough surface area to be able. Okay, so you take you look at the density of a battery. So the the zeros have about twenty four by what is that about ten inches? Yeah. By. Eight inches or something. So you have that block right there, and that gives you seven point two kilowatts or kilowatt hours or whatever it is. If you look at that and you take that down, you increase that volume, which is about two cubic feet, and you incre- divide that by five or d- divide that by you know point two. Right, point two. Yeah. So you're taking two cubic feet, you're making it ten cubic feet. So on a motorcycle, it's impractical to have that much you're not gonna have that much surface area for a motorcycle unless you know maybe you build it into your clothes yeah or your fairing i mean it would have to be a huge huge motorcycle but for a car for the doors you know like if your doors were that your roof is that your floor pan is made out of that you know then it makes a lot of sense to do that or a plane or a boat or a well for for stuff that you know that you're not going to be at risk of crashing or having an issue mm-hmm. with the structure being a problem because on a plane, yeah, if you crash, you're pretty much fucked anyway. Right. But if you're in a car or on a motorcycle, you might lean it over that might scrape it or do something. Can you layer it? I, th- I think I think you can. The, the only thing that's kind of deceiving is that the article name says that it's 10 times better yeah. from the previous version of the technology. Right. Which that's, they don't reference. That was reference. the key thing because yeah, I was right. like, this is weird. So, this, this should be like a game changer. But it was like, Kind of went through the whole thing, and it says from the previous <clears> version, <throat> but it's still twenty percent mm-hmm. of the existing one, but with the the weight reduction, which is a, a really good thing. So it, it, it's going. To, it's and didn't it direction. say there was a, an artic- or a article? There was a paragraph toward the bottom that said it's going to revolutionize electric bicycles. Well, because anything. <laughs> Who reads about bicycles? See, I told you. I know. <laughs> because anything is now a battery. Right. Yeah. Right. My brake levers are now batteries. Right. Right. Yeah, yeah. My seat is now a battery. I have two fundamental issues with that. <clears throat> One, it goes against what we were just talking about, the hot swappable batteries. Right. Mm-hmm. You can't do that anymore. Nope. Two, batteries are wear items. When your battery's <laughs> dead, is it still a frame? Right. <laughs> exactly. Well, I guess I need an entirely new motorcycle. Right. Exactly. And honestly, I do think that that's rocking horse shit. I mean, I think it's unicorn poo. I think it's great to talk about in theory, as all things are great to talk about in theory. I don't think there's a shit and chance in hell. And I love when somebody says, this is vaporware, but then we're going to throw out 
a uh, corresponding number that makes it seem tangible like you thought about it? Well, you know, it's uh, 100% uh, you know, invisible moose shit, but <laughs> we did test it, and it's 20% as... Uh, the heavy, the weight. It's twenty percent the weight of actual visible moose shit. So they throw that twenty percent number in there. You're like, ooh, to be like, oh wow, there's been testing. Well, but couldn't you add twenty percent to a normal motorcycle, battery motorcycle? Yeah. So you still have the battery, right. but you do use that technology and right. you give it twenty percent more capacity. Yeah. Again, I mean, it, well, it no, also it sounds like something you would only use on a satellite, but <laughs> not our space. Or it, it wouldn't. It wouldn't be that way though, because. It, Volumetrically, it would only it wouldn't give you twenty percent more. It would give you twenty percent of the weight that was initially part of right. the weight. But twenty, so it would like be, like if your if your invisible fantasy stripper loses twenty percent of her weight. Oh, I wouldn't want she's that. She's still happen. your invisible fantasy stripper. She's just twenty percent more slender. No, but you know right. where they're going to lose it. I know where they're going to lose it. Yeah, and I'm not going to be my fantasy what. stripper anymore. When your invisible fantasy stripper loses twenty pounds or twenty percent. Of her invisible fantasy boobies. There goes all the fun. There's all the chocolate out of the thunder. Now, she, <laughs> now she's just your invisible fantasy accountant. You know what I think this technology could be good for is cell phones or other things that you replace every couple years, anyways. Right. Absolutely. Right. Well, couldn't you just have the case be the battery? And yes. You pop the phone out. Yep. And then- right. And they replace like the case. Yeah. But look at your battery and your cell phone. I'm the pe- right. Well, I guess you can see it now, but yeah. it's this big. It's the size of a so match. Yeah. Not be, yeah. Multiply that by five. Right. So then you'll yeah. be back to bag phones. But, you know, my, my cell phone is awesome because the case is the battery. Hey, when we go fishing, our sinkers will now all be batteries. Yeah. Yeah. Think Good. of all the things we can make into batteries You just now. electrocute the fish. Let's not work at the other way. Let's not work at the front way. Let's work at the back way. Let's take things now. We could make batteries that were 20% as efficient as current batteries, but they'd be made out of substance that's purely battery. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> Assault and Ooh. yeah, yeah. That's what I'm. Th- I, but again, I I read the website. It was cool. Triumph apparently has gotten in the game, and Triumph has now officially announced that they have got artwork that suggests that they might be building an electric motorcycle. Yeah. Yeah. They, they, they got an artist to draw a picture of an electric motorcycle. <laughs> no, they took an electric motorcycle picture that already existed, and they put a Triumph <laughs> logo on it. Well, I guess they're, really they're, tiny they're working logo. with uh, Williams, the F1 team. Right. They, they, well, Williams has a. a technology engineering company built into it but there are also they, a couple years ago formula one cars had uh they were curse systems kinetic mm-hmm. energy recovery systems right that utilized batteries obviously right. to you know pick up any wasted energy when right. you're braking and use it for accelerating right. later on uh so i guess all formula e battery is that that electric uh race class they are made by Williams, and I guess Triumph is working with with Williams to mm-hmm. to build an electric motorcycle. There you yeah, go. Williams actually lists the Triumph project on their website. On their website, so it's, le- it's yeah. legit. It's legit. Yeah. I mean, I don't understand like why hybrids aren't using electrolytic panels on the motor. You know, it'll be like all the wasted heat. Yeah. So like wrap. Do you have electrolytic mm-hmm. tape that you right. wrap around your whole exhaust pipe so that the heat from the motor mm-hmm. is actually oh, an electrolytic ta- electrolytic tape. Is good for about you know one milliwatt for every like forty degree variance. <laughs> so I I 
<laughs> okay, you make tasty drinks. One, one, one thing that's cool about uh, Williams is that when they were doing that uh, whole kinetic energy recovery yeah. system, they actually tested out like building flywheels into Formula One cars yeah. so that it actually spins up a, a yep. big heavy flywheel and it uses that energy later. And the idea of, wait, it's a Formula One car and he just said big and heavy. Yep. That's the dumbest idea ever. I don't, I don't think they ever used right. it in a Formula One car, but I think London buses for right. a while they were did. using yeah. a, a system like that. Yeah. I thought it's they used air tanks. They had an air compressor. Yeah. So when they would stop, it would compress the yep. tanks, and mm -hmm. when they take off, it would It'd release it. The double deckers. Yeah, it's that's a really super old technology. That was my dream for a, a food truck. Yeah, I was going to get a double double decker bus. Yeah. And actually, Ryan knew somebody who had started done the one like, that's over on Carnegie. I owned it for a week. So there's <laughs> one that's parked on Carnegie that I owned for one week. The guy who owned it has double a decker. Double-decker bike. A proper old British 1962 double-decker bus that's sitting over in a warehouse parking lot behind Carnegie. DNS Vending and Supply Company, the old man who runs DNS Vending and Supply, I was maintaining his whole collection of motorcycles. He's got every Indy 500 pace car, one each of every Indy 500 pace car from 1953 to like 1969. Jeez. Wow. In his warehouse where he has thousands of vending machines that were lowest bidder and he just has them stacked to the ceiling why he's not recycling them or decycling them i don't know but anyway he also had about 25 motorcycles in his collection that i was taking care of he couldn't pay me and so at some point in his un after i did a bunch of work for him i say he couldn't he could have fucking paid me he decided not to pay me he, he trumped me right and so he and decided not to pay, me. pay you in dollars right <laughs> yeah, so he decided he wasn't going to pay me. And so he says, well, I'll tell you what, I'll give you that double-decker bus. And I was like, okay. But, I mean, think about it. It's landlocked mm -hmm. because it's over 13 feet tall. Yeah, right. And the bridges around it are not 13 feet tall. So I was like, we got to railhead this thing in. We got to load it in and load it out on rail cars, a low boy. And so he said, yeah, I never thought about that. And I was like, it's here. <laughs> You didn't drop it with a Sikorsky. You must have brought it in somehow, and I don't think it was lying in its side. Sky crane. Right. But I went around, I drove around the neighborhood, and there were bridges that were literally... Wow. 12 foot 9. 13.6. The thing's 14.1 or something, right? Oh, yeah. It's not even like let the air out of the tires, you know? No, it's just you're fucked. Back right? up, you're not going Right. Back out, you're not going anywhere. Your double-decker bus is now a single-decker bus with a trailer. It's a deck right? and a half. Yeah, it's a deck and a half. So anyway, he gives, he gives me this thing, and I'm like, great. We'll play this game as long as you have a title. Oh, I got a title. No. I didn't think he had a title. <clears throat> the title never materialized. And so I went over and took a couple of bikes. The one time I went to work on his bikes, when I left, I had a couple of his bikes with me. I'm going to take these to work on. And then he paid me. Yeah. So once I had a couple of his bikes, then he decided he'd pay his, he'd pay his bill. For, for anybody that's bored listening to the podcast and they need something else to do, yeah. there's a YouTube channel called uh, Can, Oper Can Opener Bridge in oh, Pennsylvania. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Have you ever oh, seen I like the way they dug out under the bridge to make it taller. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Nope, didn't help. Didn't work. No, didn't so like, work. Like it's averaged that like 63 vicehicles slam into this bridge yeah. a year. Yeah. It's, and it just yeah. rips the top of them. It's got Beautiful more RVs. kills than the Luftwaffe. <laughs> RVs yeah. just bam, bam. There yeah. goes your two air conditioners. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's, you, see an, you see a U-Haul truck coming at it, and you know it's got no hope in hell. Yeah. Because the guy driving the U-Haul truck. No clue. 
20 minutes ago, he forgot it was a U-Haul truck. He <laughs> thinks it's his Prius again. <laughs> yeah. He has no idea it's a U-Haul truck. I was going to sell du- double-decker sandwiches. Out of a double-decker bus. Double-decker. Uh, fuck yeah. It would be the double-decker. Right. That would just go right out on the street. Yep. And it would be fine because it's Cleveland. It's Cleveland. Yeah. You know it. Yeah. So what stopped you, John? Sense. And we were going to call <laughs> the upper decker and just shit In- upstairs. <laughs> Intelligence, seeing my life constantly trying to keep this fucking stupid bus running. Everybody. On top yeah. of slapping sandwiches to people, and that was going to be my life. Fuck that. Every yeah. time I've talked to anybody who's been like, I got the greatest idea ever. We're going to take an Airstream trailer and we're going to make it into a food truck. They have all failed miserably. The only so wait, successful one was the Airstream trailer train turned into a bowling alley. Which again, the best part about that was it never went anywhere ever again. Yeah, it was inside of the Silverton Casino in Vegas. Let's go back to John. Yes. So schlepping sandwiches is a totally bad idea, but right. schlepping shit all day is totally acceptable. <laughs> totally acceptable. Schlepper. Do you know what? Okay. Nobody shit ever calls schlepper. him and says, "This shit was bad. I want another one." <laughs> that the influence that comes to our plant does rare. The only time, only time I've seen a turd. <laughs> where the septic guys dump right into the thing right there. Okay. But by the time it gets to us, everything is just this fluid. Uh, There's nothing so solid. So gelatinous shit fluid. is much better <laughs> than fucking hard yeah. shit. Well, you gotta understand, it's not just coming from people's toilets. It's coming from their washing machines, their showers, and all this stuff. So oh, yeah. it's not just poo no. coming through the plant. So it's clean poo. It's shampoo. Yeah. There's a lot of corn. I'm not going to lie. There's corn. There's bacon grease. There's all kinds of shit. Condoms just wrapped around. It's been a good week for condoms. I can tell you that. Oh, really? I've got to deal with a lot of assholes. I don't know what's been going on, but I... There was a big... There was a big pink one in the in uh, wow. in the fucking big enough to comment the on the meatball sized uh, grease balls that you scoop out. Wow, <laughs> extra magnet. There was a nice. Pink you, don't, you don't want to know what we call them. Oh boy! No. Now yeah. we can't. Yeah. Yeah. Here it comes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you have the room. Gay juice boxes. <laughs> oh no! Uh, that's, that's right. We didn't want to know by taping a straw. I don't care. That's All fucking right. funny. All right. <laughs> okay. Do you guys want to hear about my weirdest customer of the week? Yes. Yeah. Yep. All right. Uh, the weirdest customer of the week. Uh, you know, our door is locked, and it's by appointment only. And we're wonderful. I mean, we are giving people as many appointments as they can handle and test rides. Fuck you. <laughs> my God, man. So too the, soon. Too soon. Yeah. So. One of the things, though, that happens is people get very confused uh, about uh, the rules. Uh, our website, if you go to clevelandmoto.com, as soon as the website comes up, there's a banner right at the top that says, we are by appointment only. Call the shop to make an appointment. No figure, problem. Figure it out. Figure it out, right? So we get a lot of people that walk up, and the sign's uh, eight and a half by 11. It's at eye height for most people, yeah, and they can't read it, and they just bang on the door. Whatever. It's fine. So we, we've learned to accept that, but it's worth it to just not have people wandering in and wasting our fucking time, which is 20 years of experience, people walking in and wasting our fucking time. Now, I go outside, and I'm getting a bike ready for a customer. We get about 30 bikes outside. I'm busier than hell. And I see these two older people, and he's got like a big, long, gray beard and you know stuff. And uh, he says, I noticed you don't have a sign on the door that says no weapons. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> I start conversations that way all the time. Yeah. And I went, 
It also says no. Don't have a sign for no submarines. <laughs> Fresh out of elephant whistles, man. Fresh out of elephant whistles. But the uh, but the dude said he goes. I noticed you don't have a sign on the door that says no weapons. And I went. And then I my brain went click, and I looked over, and his wife is open carrying. Three hundred and eleven dollars worth of Ruger semi-automatic. <laughs> He's open carrying something else and a tactical flashlight on his other side. He's seventy-ish. She's crypt keeper light. Like <laughs> she's just she's she's had a few harder miles than he did, or maybe it was the tanning that was so popular in the seventies. Ridden hard, put away wet. She's the consistency of brick. <laughs> Old brick. Not new brick. Old brick. But anyway, I digress. So I look over and I see that they're both healed, right? And I'm like, okay. So I said, well, I said, you know, uh, I said, the greatest thing about concealed carry is concealed. <laughs> and uh, I said, I wreck, I said, I. I relish in your right to celebrate your second amendment. Mm -hmm. But let's remember that I said, do you have a concealed carry permit? And they were like, whoa, 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 of course. And that just, oh yeah. Do you have a concealed carry permit? Was like, they were like, I thought a party favor was going to come on. I thought like the, the, the thing was like, that's the magic word. You know, <laughs> they were just, ha they, 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 their eyes lit up. They were so happy. And they were like, well, yeah. And I said, well, then, you know, if you've been to concealed carry class, the first word is concealed. Right. And uh, they went, well, yeah, but, you know, it's, I said, well, okay, so you understand in the state of Ohio, open carry is totally legal, and that's great. I have no problem with it. But concealed carry, we've got training for and all kinds of stuff. And the idea is a person that's carrying concealed is a little different than the guy who's participating in his, you know, I don't know, his frontier reenactment with his brown best, <laughs> you know? Uh, that's different, yeah. right? That's fine. If you want to go to cowboy, cowboy days and you've got your yellow boy carbine and, you know, your, your you know, giant fucking ridiculous brass, you know, Pistol. You want to go walk in the Capitol building. Your Colt Old Navy. Your Navy arms. Yeah, exactly. What are, what are the things you said? Couchos or you get rocking yeah. those things? Conchos all over your ass. <laughs> yeah. You got conchos all over your fucking chaps. But anyway, these two are okay, so they're like they're like grandpa tactical. So I'm like, okay, great. So I think we're gonna call those Jerry Tacticals from now on. Instead of Jerry Tactical. Yeah, it's Jerry Tactical. Like Bert in uh what's that movie with the Tremors. <laughs> Tremors, yeah. Well, except way older. So I'm like, okay. It's like I was like, guys, I don't. Bert really Gummer. <laughs> Bert Gummer. My God, <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Honestly, the fact that you want to talk about it is just so sad, right? So I was like, but you can come into my shop. I don't care, right? And so we come in, and this guy brought up the fact that he was an army veteran. Mm -hmm. He had a green leftover. Vietnam era army shirt, not a jacket, an army shirt. And then he had the 1980s green earplug case that we all know sucked if you're in the military. And he had taken apart the brass off of his dress greens that had the cavalry sabers. And he'd physically deconstructed his brass from his dress greens and put his cavalry sabers, which are high polished brass, onto his plastic earplug case. <laughs> Extra 10 points for flair, right? <laughs> Excellent. So here they come in, gun and gun light. 
and they're in there walking around and we we proceed to and james and renee are just like they're having the they're having the effect hey oh my god you see that those guys have guns on my surface i was like don't do that that's what they want ignore them make sure the guns are invisible to you but he's got to say gun every 15 seconds. You know, <laughs> is there a place on this vehicle where I can secure my gun? Yes, up your ass. <laughs> and, I would, I, and I just, I was like, well, you're not securing it now. And he's like, what do you mean? I said, well, you're what we call a gun store. And he's like, what? And I said, well, I never have to wonder if there's a gun in the room. I don't need to bring mine because I can take yours and hers. And they're like, oh, yeah, I'd like to see you try. I said, no, you're not going to see me try. That's the magic of it is I'm going to wait until you're turned the other way and just fuck you in the back of the head. And you're just going to and you'll fall down. And I got all your guns. But honestly, I've got better guns than that in my office. So, yeah, well, you can keep those. You know, thanks, my first Ruger. What, what are they? Yeah. What, are they what is the <laughs> reaction that they Ruger. want? Like, that, like, well, they want the reaction is and, you know, we've all watched the videos of the people that go into stores with masks off. And they want to have a reaction. Yeah. These people want to go into stores and have people say, you know, you can't come in here with those guns on, mister. We That's don't. What, there's a whole yeah. bunch of channels of, I think they're called auditors. Like First <laughs> Amendment auditors and oh, Second Amendment officers. Of and these guys, there's a whole channel, these dudes going up to cops, yeah. doing their job. Like, right. like, And some of these cops are the most patient human yeah. beings I've ever seen in my life. And they're like, I, I can do whatever I want. Right. Ah, 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 ah. And then they wait to the point that like the, the store owner comes out and says, right. they're trespassing, go ahead and arrest them. And then right. they flip the fuck they out. They flip out. Yeah. Turn into a little bitch, start yeah. crying and the whole night. I told the guy, I was like, if you bothered me, I would ask you to leave. You'd have to leave. And you'd have to take you and your wife and your guns with you. Right. But it wouldn't be because of the guns. Right. I mean, you're, you're walking into a guy who has right. probably more guns than he's seen. Well, but more importantly, you're walking into a guy who will never let you know whether or not he has a gun. Right. The secret my, by, behind my success is the uncertainty. Mm -hmm. I believe that guns should be like sex. It should be a surprise. You should never <laughs> know when it's coming. It should always be like, wow, that happened. I'm so happy. Right. Wait, or, wow, that happened. I'm so offended. Yeah. Wait, right. I'm going to use the restroom. Meanwhile, you come out with an AK-47. Exactly. Like, right. Like, right. I've <laughs> chased more people out of my stores with a machete than a gun. You know why? People are terrified of a machete. Yeah. Yeah. I'd rather get shot than get chopped up. Me too. I'll take a, I'll, I'll take a nine mil. But don't you dare hit me with that machete that costs $3.99 at Walmart. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know that's going to leave a... Fucking ugly ass cut, right? <laughs> so anyway, they were there. And so the funny thing was, after all this shit, and Renee and James were just like, I sold him the bike. And the guy was so... <laughs> yeah. And what was funny was the guy was like, I was like, well, you put a $500 deposit down today and you, you pay the rest when you pick it up. Bring us a check or whatever. And he's like, well, no, I'll do you one better than that. I've got cash. <laughs> and I was like, yay. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Wow, that never happens. So cool. Wow, you know, you know. Today there's these things called you know um, point of sale systems and yeah. uh, you know cards. the debit cards and everything. and us taking in money isn't like oh there's five thousand dollars nobody's ever going to know about. Um, there's a title on this vehicle. Right. He didn't pay you in silver or gold. I swear to God, I told him, and the thing I was like, dude, I will take Dogecoin. Like, <laughs> it's to the moon. I don't care. Like I will take anything if you want crypto. give me if you want to give me crypto if you want to give me krugerans you want to give me fucking doubloons gamestop stock. Phil, have, have you heard of liberty yeah. safes nick gave me a beaver pelt 
<laughs> yeah, he legit you. straight up I paid with a beaver that. pelt. I remember that. So if I will take a beaver pelt from Nick, one of my <laughs> look, some places have a dollar bill above their cash register. I got a beaver pelt. Yep. Right. Take that, Canadians. Yeah. <laughs> but was it your first beaver pelt? It was my first beaver pelt. I've been saying the beaver pelt line for 20 fucking years. I'm like, yeah, sure, I'll take cash, check, credit cards, beaver pelts, whatever. Nick takes me up on it day one. <laughs> I tanned it myself. Yeah, legit home tanning job. Yeah. Well, because I bought it on eBay, and I was like, "Oh shit, this is I can't give this to Phil. It's gonna it's gonna rot." And was it in a bag? No, it was just it was still bloody attached <laughs> to the beaver. It still had beaver. It was a dead beaver. salted it. Well, I salted it. Oh. <laughs> so what did you get? A dead beaver? Or what did they send you? It was a beaver pelt. It was a fresh beaver pelt. Wow. Oh, so but again, it went through the mail. Yeah. Yeah, you can send anything in the mail. Apparently, yeah, except for a full AK forty-seven. I found out, but anyway, the uh, alcohol. Yeah, except alcohol. You have to to send the receiver separately. I did. I (laughs) carried the receiver on my luggage on the plane. The uh, one of my one of my long time ago, one of the bands that I was getting kind of somewhere with. You're trying to get on radio station. Yeah, I had no idea about that that rule. So I put our, our whole, like, our CD and everything into, like, a pizza box and surrounded it with, like, 12 mini bottles of alcohol oh, around addressed nice. to, like, to the, the DJs. That Payola, ring. baby. So the one dude at 107, when they used to have, like, the, the band night or whatever, and then yeah. he called, he's like, I'm going to have you guys on. You mean 107.9, the last station on the radio dial? W-E-N-Z. Back when they were, yeah, right. But he was like, he goes, <laughs> he goes I'm going to have you on because you impressed me because you, you sent me a felony, which was great. <laughs> It's Did a you felony? get to the schneef? Yeah. You <laughs> can't. Yeah, federal offense. It's payola, and it's oh. a, and you're not allowed to send booze right. in in the mail. In which the mail, federal. Although oh. I do order a lot Even of booze through the mail. In, if it's not interstate, I don't know. I, I have don't, no I don't, idea. I don't, I don't know all. The I thought rules. going across state line is illegal. I but thought, only if the booze is under eighteen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, there, there's a federal law. You cannot yeah. mail alcohol. Right. You can. I, I think yeah. you, you have to label it like yeast samples, live yeast samples. Well, how did I get bottles of alcohol from like California? Don't feel bad. I've got a lot. They yeah. might. They might. You might have to have a liquor license to send it, and like you have oh, to register oh, okay. and all that kind of okay. stuff. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. I bought it from still, a, a the store. The U.S. mail so. does not you can't any send alcohol. It. Oh, so it's UPS or something. Send it to you. It's UPS or FedEx. It's gotcha. just like I can't mail him a gun, but I can have my my FFL gun dealer. Mail his gun dealer a gun. It's weird. Yet yeah. I can go on an airplane and be like, "Would you please check my arsenal of weapons?" Because I'm going to some shoot in a different state, right? And they'll just like, "Oh, sure, thanks." And I'm like, so, "This okay. is hilarious." I just put like six guns mm-hmm. into an airplane because I'm going to go on a shoot, and they just were like, "Yeah, thanks." You can't shoot people on the plane. They're cool with that. <laughs> <laughs> so, are they checking like packages for alcohol? Or are they X-raying or what? I don't know. I don't know because I, I know a friend, this guy that I'm really good friends with, that gets weed a lot in the mail, mm-hmm. and it's never been a problem. So. Yeah. Excuse me, exactly what like, is his name? Like and address? I said, just labeling, <laughs> label it yeast samples or. Speak directly vinegar, into the federal communications system. Well, it's probably if, if the bottle breaks and they're just like, oh, this is not even supposed to be here. And then right. Right. But, right. But if it, yeah. You know, the guys, the guys who do beer competitions, we know all the tricks. It's like right. you. Each bottle goes in a Ziploc. Okay. And then it all goes in a 
packaging that holds it, and then you put a trash bag around the outside okay. of everything. If there's a spill, it's yeah. contained. Yeah. Well, it sounds like exactly yeah. what you do when you mail somebody a puppy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's not how you do it? No, the oxygen <laughs> tank. But you have to add an oxygen tank to the puppy. Oh. No, you don't. <laughs> no, you don't. Overnight, you'll be fine. <laughs> oh. If you put them in the freezer, Pay the extra 20 put bucks. them in the freezer first, they'll Knocks laugh. them out a little bit. Is yeah. it metabolism slows you know down chloroform? enough to... I know guys who were banned from shipping via FedEx for having bottles of alcohol break wow. yeah. and soaking the box, and right. they, then yeah. they know. See, that's yeah. yeah. That's, I mean, that's fair. I mean, and you cannot ship or receive FedEx. That would be bad. And yet, I will remind you that the Sportsman's Guide will ship me 3,000 rounds of AK-47 ammunition, and they will leave it on my front porch. And it's all got, loose, and it's, and it's loose rattling and around in the box. Like everybody's like, oh, yeah. I'm so, everybody's like, oh my you get god, ammo! It's like what you yeah, look yeah. at it. And it's like it's everybody's like, like, oh my god, you got to protect the primer. And I'm like, no, there's a thousand bullets that are very pointy inside this tin can, <laughs> and they've been there for thirty years, packaged lovingly by Russians or Chinese. They just throw them in. Shovel shovels. Yeah. in. Exactly. Haven't lost. Do you know what's the weird thing is? So up until a little while ago. I was deathly frightened of, like, when I'm welding, yeah. I was deathly frightened of, like, having an open flame near an acetylene tank. Mm-hmm. Not anymore. No? No, I'm cured. <laughs> <laughs> I'm totally cured. Because yeah. apparently you can burn a barn down. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> with a, oh, shit, you're With right. a bottle, with not even a little tiny bottle, <laughs> but a box, a bottle, like a proper bottle of acetylene yeah. and a proper bottle of oxygen. Can be in a oh fire, a fully involved barn fire. It and you know hiss. what happens? It hisses. It just makes the fire better. Yeah. <laughs> but at no point ever does it blow up and kill 47 people with shrapnel the size of your fist. Like you would I, think it should. Like you would yeah, think it should. You, you know, throw one paint can, one that, spray paint can into the fire, 13 people die. Yeah, but there's, okay, when I was a kid, my, my, friend, my <laughs> yeah. friend's dad was a welder. Yeah. And so his thing was he would bring a garbage bag full of acetylene down, yes. and you'd spray ether on it and light the ether. And so we were playing stickball in this, um, yeah. in uh, like the end of the road, right? So we brought it in the end of the road. And were you chasing a hoop around too? No. <laughs> Seriously, you know. We were playing stickball. Wiffle ball, stickball, okay. whatever, all right, all right whatever. And, and so <laughs> you we were those I had on my Sunday <laughs> pantalones. <laughs> And he had the bike with the one big wheel. front tire. I was riding my penny farthing. Okay, wiffle ball. Fucking wiffle ball. But anyways. <laughs> Did you get that from the F&W it, Wolves? It was in a cult. Steve's a That's a great story so far. I know. I love it. Anyways, he brought this bag of acetylene out, sprayed ether on it, right. and lit it in the middle of a cul-de-sac. Yeah, and, went, and seven houses lost their windows. I, I, know. I mean, like, all the windows I in know. the whole fucking place. Yeah. So and how you did guys you lost your stickball? Ask Steve. He tried to kill us. <laughs> I mean, no, honestly, that could have been bad. <laughs> we were all there. Bad. And and the the part of the fire I took seven gallons of gas to build, and the part of the fire Nick took six hours to build, <laughs> right? It was one all, cup of gasoline at a time. One cup, like a Dixie cup of gas at a time. He'd walk 47 feet, <laughs> throw it on, and he'd go, <laughs> and then it'd be a little bit bigger. Well, all of a sudden, Nick started winning. Oh, and it was melting the roof. <laughs> easy, easy, sleepy. The roof was dripping and, off. The- <laughs> and there was a 45-degree angle jet of yellow flame, <laughs> and the sound like a Hawker Harrier. <laughs> it was great. 
<laughs> it was like close in night at the airport. Oh no, we had, and, well, there was a gas line in there. And we swear to God, we're yelling, dude, I think the old man ran a gas <laughs> line out to the, yeah. the barn. Yeah. I did that. My dad did that. Steve goes and looks, meter is dead as a doornail, nothing spinning. I was like, well, maybe he was super sneaky and took it off before the meter. Or the neighbor. Or the neighbor. <laughs> nope. And we're like, and everybody's starting to gradually walk over to that trailer. Yeah. Like, hide behind the trailer. And it was like a, a little COVID party behind the trailer. <laughs> because at any moment, any of us thought it was like, I'll bet you that's a propane tank. And then somebody else goes, I'll bet you it's an air compressor. Nobody thought acetylene tank. Yeah, right. And oxygen was like right laying right well, next to it. Well, I don't know. What could make an acetylene fire bigger? I don't know. An oxidizer? <laughs> Why not just have a shit ton of hydrogen go off, too? Do you got any anfo fertilizer? <laughs> That's ammonium nitrate and fuel oil for anybody who wants to blow up your neighborhood. Which, which <laughs> very well might have been in that barn. We don't know. We've been that at the plant, and we've been burying it under the city of Oberlin. No, <laughs> <laughs> why is, John, why is there a little tiny, tiny, tiny piece of paper that says, do not light fuse? <laughs> I totally got to light that. <laughs> So we called the fire department. Exactly. <laughs> right. We failed. The, vi- the valves that are normally like this yeah. were like, like kind of like honestly, laid Steve, over and melted. Honestly, <laughs> I don't know how the cylinders weren't melted. I don't know how any, I mean, the stuff that pulled out of there, there were like anything that was hardened steel, right? Anything that was actual mild steel and hardened steel, gears and shit were still there. It's but, now 4 billion Rockwell. He kept the air. No, no, you found a puddle that yes, used to be. That engine. used to be. It had yeah. a valve spring and a valve that was yeah. sticking out of it. But, but any it was of the a puddle of cast were fucked. Yeah. Yeah. He kept the tank from the World War II bomber. And that didn't yeah. melt. I'm like, well, now that didn't melt. It's been annealed. And if you if you <laughs> put 80 psi in that tank that you stole 20,000 psi because it's been so hardened, <laughs> yeah. it will be a grenade. Yeah. yeah. It will have no, like, it's tempered. It's tempered. Yeah, it's now the hardest uh, air tank ever in the That's history of ever. Now Shattered. more dangerous than it was it when is. it was in the fire. <laughs> I want to use that as a compressor. Oh, probably not a good idea. But it is very funny that, like, when you think about what all came out of that fire, that I'm happy that the acetylene tank ran out just before the fire department got there. Look, <laughs> because they would have smoked your ass if they'd have gone in there and been like, well, hold on a second. There's a live acetylene tank in there with fire coming out of it. I did climb inside there. I mean, it was all collapsed and everything, yeah. but I tried to go in and see. It. We tried I, to pull everything out of there, but it was like that one corner, that one small corner was like a five by five corner. Oh, there was just it this was red crushed. tape around it that said flammable. It was crushed. With no, the whole it was barn. crushed. The whole barn like imploded on that one little corner. This is before you set it on fire. Yeah, and we were pulling right. it apart. We had straps. No, well, that makes we, sense. We, were pulling, to, I mean, we, we were pulling that barn down yeah. before you guys got there. I'd say that the results of that fire is your resume. So <laughs> if we ever need a barn cleaned out, you're safe. Yeah. Because Merritt was like, who cleaned out the barn? And I said, I don't think anyone did. I'm pretty sure I walked we up to it. A, we pulled a mower out of it. We pulled some shit out of it. We, we pulled, pulled a, a bunch of stuff out of it. I love this. I want to let you know. These guys were like, mower. That's pretty cool. We should grab that. <laughs> Get this tank of acetylene out of the way. Woo! The yeah. tank of acetylene was in no way visible from any angle. I, it clearly wasn't until there was fire coming out of it. Yeah. And then so we, we all got knew. rid of all the barn that had fallen on it. Yeah. Now it's clearly visible. Well, what I thought it was funny is how much trouble we had making that barn burn, and then the acetylene kicked in, and it was just like, party on, Wayne. Yeah. 
Because there was no question that barn was burning down at that moment. But yeah. you wonder, though, if you were just using, if you were going in there with like a skid and you were just like digging away yeah. and trying yeah. to pull stuff out yeah. of there, you could have easily knocked uh, the head off the settling tank, too. Well, have shot through concrete walls. Yeah. Thank fucking God like, they, they didn't will, shoot through that $38 trailer we were standing behind. The pressure relief valve worked. It did. It did. It works remarkably well. And I mean, the fact that that, you know, that there's still some acetylene left. in it. Well, that acetylene tank is from the Mesozoic era. I mean, that's from like before the days of safety. They don't build them like that. anymore. Yeah. No, they don't. The valve on top was actually a water valve or something. Yeah, it was like just a big gate valve. But the wells on it are the No, it was a cork. You pounded it in. How much acetylene you need there, mister? Oh, just give me a couple of cubits worth, you know? We'll give you 14 chickens worth of acetylene. <laughs> yeah. The welds on it are beautiful, though. Like yeah. The, oh, on the that tank. Yeah, on the yeah, tank, yeah. yeah. They're artistic, yeah. yeah. So it's it's clearly... I mean, obviously, all the safety things in the world worked, and now I am so impressed because I have accidentally had a building sort of flood because I knocked one of those sprinkler heads off by accident with my head, and like I was just rotting around putting a projector up in a ceiling... And I'm like, oh, motherfucker, I'm just wiggling around. And I rolled back, and my head hit, and it's just a little glass ampule. Yep, that's it. Yeah, that's all it is. And I, I broke the glass ampule, and the water that comes out of one of those things is like Satan's sploosh. Oh, yeah. It's the worst <laughs> thing in the world. It's, it's way more water than you can imagine. Oh, my God. No, it's an entire building full of water, I found out. Because it doesn't Plus, shut off. Sitting in the pipe for how long, and it's got to smell. Well, it's, like, it's been ugh. sitting in the pipe since they built the building, apparently. Oh. Yeah, and it came out, and I smelled like a tauntaun's rectum. <laughs> there was no getting around it. It, it just, it was just garbage, yeah. and everything was stained. The best yep. part of a tauntaun. The best part of a <laughs> the taint. The, the funny thing is, the, like they still use water in like office parks and stuff where there's like compu- like a thousand computers yeah, in the yeah, room. Yeah. And I'm like, what are you really saving? Right. Like, you got to come up with a better way. Yeah, like, use Halon so it kills everybody. I was going to say, <laughs> don't ever be anywhere near Halon. Yeah, I was in tanks, so in our tanks we had Halon systems. Uh-huh. And so inside the Halon, inside the tank, inside most army fighting vehicles and aircraft these days, they have Halon. Well, Halon has optical sensors. So there's these little brick with two circles on it, and those are little eyeballs, and they look in, and they're looking for the source of flame. Mm. And... You will never need to have anybody in the world ever tell you not to smoke in a military vehicle. (laughs) Other than the idea that if you smoke in here, if you light a cigarette, the halon is going to pop. It's going to reach into your lungs, remove all the air. Your body will actually invert. (laughs) And then you'll die. And... I mean, that's, and we all were. Is there a training video for that? Well, there is. So, what is the point? If you're, if it's going to kill the occupants, they just want the military just wants to save the tank. Save the tank, dude. (laughs) You were clearly never in the military. No. No, you're clearly. Look, the whole idea in the military is that your gear, just your personal gear, is like 11 grand. But. It can be reappropriated to another soldier. Gotcha. Right. You're expendable. Yeah, yeah. How much is a private worth? Yeah, the meat inside of Bradley 
<laughs> is worth nothing compared to the Bradley. That's true. Right, exactly. We haven't even talked about expensive equipment yet. I mean, we're still talking about bang bangs and track track. I mean, that's all cheap. Yeah. We're not talking about shit that flies. True. Oh, they'll 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 scrape pilot A out and pilot B will get in while it's still crunchy and wet. Yeah. Yeah. yeah when you get to aviation, shit gets real weird. I'm Tanks they just hose out. Yeah. With the Hayline system, I, I looked at a um, a gray market BMW. Yeah. When they came in a long time ago, they had a Hayline system under the seat, the driver's seat. No. Yeah. What? And the headlights steered. The, yeah. I mean, the headlights moved. I mean, this was back in the 80s. Yeah, I think. Tucker headlights. Yeah. And they. The Rowan headlights. But they, it was very cool. But they had a Hayline system under the seat. And they Again, had. Again, save the car. Yeah. And the audio uh, stem came up yeah. and it had. It was on like uh, like a, one of those rods that can um, bend. Yeah, yeah, a rod, right? yeah. And it came up to hold it, your Pioneer one CD car CD player. Yeah, it was it was bizarre because you couldn't get them any place. Yeah. But when you saw one, you're like, man, that is the coolest car I've ever seen in you, my life. There's a little there's a little button on the dashboard with snowflake, and you press the snowflake, and one line of cocaine comes out. <laughs> 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 a little cup holder that just has a mirror and one line of cocaine. Yeah. You're like, the 80s were great. <laughs> You're like, I think this has the winter package. It does. Yeah. The Edgar winter package. Yeah. Just Frankenstein starts coming on real light, and then you get that nice rail of blow come out, and you're like, oh, best car ever. That's why you spend extra for the BMW. And then as Crash would say, then there's a little button on the dashboard. You press the button, and the black helicopters come to save you when you've crashed. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's Tiger. Mm-hmm. It is Tiger. <laughs> There's, uh, in motorcycle news, if anybody gives a shit anymore. Uh, nah. Nah, what the hell? It's better when podcasts aren't about motorcycles. We beat that dog to death. The, uh, yeah, right. We need a new topic. We need a new topic. <laughs> Why can't we have better topics? Uh, that, uh, not, like, not even joking around, Harley Davidson, you will know that a few months ago, we had sort of... I had alluded to the fact that I had been in a warehouse and was invited to look at the Raiders of the Lark Ar- Lost Ark collection of Harley Davidsons mm-hmm. that were being accumulated due to Harley Davidson over the past couple of years, giving people a ridiculous trade-in values on their old motorcycles to get them to take new ones. Now, even with this high degree of stimulus um, prior to COVID, they had said, we desperately need to sell new Harley Davidsons to keep anyone from seeing what our numbers actually are. And they, uh, they did take in some trades that maybe you or I wouldn't have agreed to. And they've been sequestering these trades in a warehouse, a secret Al Capone vault, of not one or two, but thousands of motorcycles. See, but on the bright side, next year they're coming out with the new 88. Right. It's going to be the 2022 <laughs> throwback edition. 88. Now, all they're going to do is stamp a different letter into the 10th digit of the VIN, and they'll be reintroducing all your favorites from the mid-90s. Yes. Complete with all kinds of Farkle already on them. They all come pre-Gremlin belt, right? They already have all of the um, Screaming Eagle shit on them. So we'll talk about that later. But they are doing that. And so Harley-Davidson has announced that they are going to have an, uh, a pre-owned, certified pre-owned yeah. Harley-Davidson program. And so dealers will have the unique opportunity to get used Harleys. To get used Harleys 
direct from the motor company and sell them in competition with the new Harleys that they are being forced to sell at gunpoint. Mm. Won't be unpopular at all with the dealers, I'm sure. It'll be a rollicking success. And there's definitely not a large market of used Harleys out there. No, no, they wouldn't be competing against anybody like themselves. Right. Right, exactly. Um, I was going to say, are they just going to have these used Harley dealerships located right next to the Indian dealers? Because that <laughs> seems to be the most obvious choice. Right. I went yeah. to the joint out in Medina and like... You know, we went. For, we were like, "Oh, they had a free demo ride." Today. Right on, yeah. So I got to drive a brand new Harley. Yeah, I actually enjoyed it. it was sure. Ultra glide, you know, fucking yeah. the best thing they got. I'm like, well, I'd never ride this otherwise. Right. But over here, there's 150 bikes all parked over out here, over here, and I'm like, yeah. "What's with all those?" Well, that's all the used stuff. That's trades. Like not even trying to show you that. No nope. prices on nope. them. No nothing. No, those are waiting to go in an eighteen wheeler. There's some poor yep. kid who has to push them outside yep. every day and push them back in. That's right, and that's that's the whole thing. Is dealers were doing anything they could to move new iron, including pay too much for old iron, <laughs> and that's a tough that's a tough jam. Uh, we say that, and I, I bring that up only because uh, tough jelly too. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Uh, that's the difference between jam and jelly. <laughs> yeah, what are, what, so their new bike sales will plummet. If if you are expecting, one, a dealer to put, your, put himself in a position where he's going to show the brand new bikes that his contract says he has to sell X many of per year, and then you give him his own competition, meaning bikes that are pre-owned, that he has to sell X number per year, or even if you don't tell him how many he has to sell, the fact that they're available, it's going to turn into a race to the bottom. So if my dealership doesn't want to do that, if I only want to sell 2021s and 2022s, but Steve's dealership wants to order in 500 twin cam 88s and sell them for five grand a piece, I'm fucked. Yeah. It's a race to the bottom. Um, he'll make a buy two, get one special or something. So, they, just, they just got a new CEO lady too, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, there's there's a lot of things happening at Harley, and that's fine. And again, I'm going to preface this. Don't fucking hate on me too much. I own a 2014 Harley-Davidson Road King Police Edition that I ride harder than most of you. I have done the law enforcement training. I've had that bike on the ground hundreds of times. I've picked it up. That's fine. I, I have done it as much as I can do it. Yesterday, I bought a 2005... Very sexy. F L C H R S T P L A. Oh no, it's a fucking Springer. So I bought a Springer soft tail fuel injected 2005. Uh, Can I buy a vowel? Exactly. <laughs> no shit. Uh, it's it's called a festivable And but I, a customer came in and bought my Eldo 1400, and was nice enough to pay me for it. You got the good end of the deal. He won. He he called me. We when he left, we told him to call me because he had a really long ride to go home, over an hour and a half. And James was like, "Make sure you give us a call when you get home," because he didn't leave here until after six. And so he brought the bike in. I test rode his Springer, and I was like, "God, oh, you know, it's, it's it's a Springer." And of course, it was a twin cam eighty eight. So of course, it had all the evidence around from where it had failed. And then, <laughs> fair enough. Thirty seven thousand miles on a twin cam eighty eight. That shit ain't stock. Right. So all the things had been put in the motor to make it now be a motor. Mm-hmm. 
So all the sins were forgiven from the factory. And I took it out for a ride and it was fun, but I've really wanted a Springer just because it's a Springer. I've wanted a Springer just because I haven't had That's one. That's the one part of that bike I like. It's, it's me too. The front. I, I like the Springer. Get rid of the seat. I like the front Everything three. Everything else needs a yeah. change on it. Well, you, I paid like extra. Yeah. you paid extra for the flames though too. Well, right? the flames were extra. Okay. So uh, this bike is done in a classic hot rod black with 1950s style flames i don't hate it man I oh so man. well the way the bike is going to end up right now it's got the sons of estrogen handlebars on it <laughs> and it's just it's got those big ugly t-bars on it that are only good for getting from your probation office to jail <laughs> and it's just and it's got the the super camaro like flaming mirrors yeah why would a mirror be on fire i don't know it's not even remotely flammable or inflammable but but anywho, it coordinates it does you know but it, there's a lot of sins on this bike right now. Yeah. In fact, I think this bike is like three different bikes oh. that got together and had a party, and this bike came out of it. This is like a Turdashin Duckin. <laughs> yeah. It's all kinds of shit. It, it's kind of a platypus. So it's just a genetic fuck-up. But anyway, I can fix it. So my goal is, I don't know if you guys know this, but the, the original Springer that, you know, I'm sorry, the... the new springer was meant to be a harley davidson 48 so 1948 harley davidson had a lot going for it you can you know we can look at pictures of one and stuff but a 1948 harley davidson was a really sexy motorcycle and that's what the springer was meant to emulate hmm. now why i liked 1948 harley davidson's was because of what the guys did to those bikes when they got back from world war ii yeah. so the guys who came back from world war ii that weren't being shot at enough anymore they had to buy motorcycles and cut pieces off of them. And they bought leftover, shitty, war surplus, or whatever, 48 Harley Davidson's with Springer front ends and stuff, and then they took pieces off. So that's what I'm going for. So this motorcycle will be systematically circumcised. There's going to be a lot more things taken away from this motorcycle. And then as we keep taking things away from it, I think it'll be getting closer to something that matches that paint job. So the paint job is 1950s hot rod paint job. Yeah, it's cool, man. And it's not from the Harley catalog. It's something somebody did, and it's really nice. First thing to go is the seat. Yes. I hate the seat on that is just awful. The seat's terrible. Yeah. Solo seat, or maybe, I don't know. Yeah, I think solo seat. It's Well, you know, I love the solo seat on my police bike. Yeah, so my Road tractor. King Police is my favorite seat on any motorcycle I've ever owned. I love it to death. And so I think we're going to go with a solo seat just like that 48 would have You're going to keep the uh, the fat front wheel? Yeah. So, in fact, I'm going to try to make it fatter. So uh, I'm not going to be happy until there's Firestone. <laughs> I even don't mind, like, you know how, like, the, the shovel heads had yeah. the dual solo seat where yeah. it was a long solo seat. So you actually could almost fit. It was a, it was a buddy seat. I mean, that was a, a that was a really, really long solo seat. And, you know, it looks hilarious. But Are you going to do a 32 front Tire, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A car tire? Are you putting car tires on it? We're going full donk on this thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going right. to be just redonkulous. But not joking when, uh, I mean, when I, as I'm walking away from the bike, the, uh, the, the target for this bike is, you know, I don't, anybody who listens knows that I don't love Harley Davidson as a company. I don't love Harley Davidson as an ethos. I don't own a piece of clothing that I didn't get for free that says Harley Davidson on it, right? Dude, today I pulled into the Chinese restaurant, and sitting there, probably the owner's son or something like that, yeah, was a I don't even know what year, but it was a Kawasaki. I would I think a ZX6, 
Yeah. It looked to be a four banger. Yeah. It was probably 600 cc's. Almost no fairing. Nothing. No body work left on it. Yeah. A bald rear tire. Right on. That. And I looked at that bike and I said to myself, you know, that bike right there in that condition yeah. could still outride any Harley Davidson, yeah. uh-huh. could outperform any Guaranteed. Harley Davidson, even in its poor, decrepit, clapped out. It's still. I'd almost rather have that bike than mm-hmm. any Harley Davidson. And I love when you read the articles about the Twin Cam 88s and stuff like that, and they're like, oh, it has no problem getting up to 75 miles per hour. <laughs> right. Oh. Well, it fucking shouldn't. It's 1,450 cc's. <laughs> For fuck's sake, what do you mean you're putting in the goddamn review that it has no problem getting up to 75 miles an hour? Right. It's got a fucking car engine in it. <laughs> it no, it's bigger than my town ace. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Right. That, I mean, that little Kawasaki sitting there all sad and everything still, yeah. still does 100 mile an hour. In first it, year, and probably. I did read and I was like, okay, top speed in the quarter mile was 92 miles per hour. It it accomplished the quarter in 15 hours, 13 seconds or something like that. <laughs> so an accord is faster. Huh? Yeah. Yeah, all things are faster. <laughs> right? All things are faster. And then basically says, well, you know, it's got exactly the right amount of motor, motor you'd want for this archaic front suspension. <laughs> and it is funny. I mean, it's like, it is hilarious that why would I want to have... That's tasty, Dan. You know, and like they said that the brakes, the brakes are completely up to the job of the shitty suspension. Wow. Whereas every other Harley wow. Davidson has got really big, giant, good stoppers on it. Yeah. Remarkably, because they're not made by Harley Davidson, but they uh, <laughs> you outsource what you need to work. And they, uh, but yet the Springer, due to certain design elements of the Springer, it just has half as much brakes. Mm. Yeah. So they were like, well, if you want to make the Springer stop in a hurry, you probably shouldn't have started. So they uh, they don't say that. I made that have, up. Have you guys noticed recently in, in watching YouTube videos, advertisement for the Indian bikes? Yeah. Okay. They're oh, yeah. pushing a lot. They're pushing I mean, they put a lot of money. Oh, yeah. In. Okay. Oh, yeah. I mean, that yeah. What I, put, I had the one day, though, the guys riding the Indians. And they yeah. were, oh, it's like, holy shit. Yeah. Look at the money that went into this yeah, advertising to try and they're to still snag pushing. hipsters into oh yeah. Bikes. Okay. yeah oh my god and that was like we were joking about the hipster the hipster motorcycle commercial bingo card oh yeah <laughs> yeah the hipster motorcycle commercial bingo card because when you posted that that link Whatever, up for yeah. HD, hwy yeah that was it hwy yeah what was it do we ever figure out what it was oh yeah i figured it out it's hwy stands for harry white and young it doesn't <laughs> really that i made that up that's total bullshit but, but, but was it a clothing company? Was it a, 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 a aftermarket? Like what the fuck was no, it? No, it's a it's a conversion camp. You send your you send your otherwise normal son who's into like heterogeneous <laughs> shit. If he's like you catch him in the backyard building shit, you send him to HWI camp. But dude, that video, yeah. the bikes, everything was shaking off of it, and it yeah. was like they were proud of that. No, the bikes were garbage. And in some time, I was just like, I was like, dude, you got to kiss that guy. I was watching that video and I was like, these two guys got to make out. Because honestly, the whole setup was beautiful. The sun was setting in the background. The one guy walks past the other guy and he's got his like yellow hanky in his back pocket. They bring the whole beards together. Exactly. And I was like, these dudes are going to dock and it's going to be beautiful. It's going to be so fucking, it's going to be sexy. So they went out to make this cool, like fucking like, like hardcore Harley thing. And then they made like, the most romantic gay fucking they like, thing that you did. <laughs> oh my god! Or like the one video that I had. That was getting, a biker love that. Getting a hand down. Yeah. They're, they're going oh yeah. Oh, I hate that. Yeah. Get a hand down. You got a hand down on it. You got a hand down. I must be visiting the wrong websites because I'm not getting any of these ads. Oh yeah, it's ridiculous. I watched that and I was just like, if these dudes don't kiss. 
<laughs> one star. Well, I don't one. know. It, it, got, it got recommended to me. It, did not say, it was not satisfying. <laughs> one star. I really can't say anything. I have a reputation for being a little cuddle bug. Look, I look. We, and again, if you if you come here at, at our stupid podcast to find people hating on any like gay or whatever, no, no, it's not honestly, no, no, I don't give a shit. But that video, yeah, was coming. The out. reason it fails <laughs> is because it was trying to be softcore gay porn, right? <laughs> and like the director has got like nineteen things on Grinder. Oh, what a man. Like, all of his references man. are just on Grinder. I just I felt bad, like kind of in one way. Like I'm sure the dudes that were riding the bikes had no idea what it was going to turn out to be. No, because like they were thinking they were going to come off as like these greasy, hard. Like, I've watched it seven dudes. times, and I still don't know what they're trying to sell. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Okay, I think the opposite. Those guys are perfectly happy with it. They think they're like, this is fucking awesome. Yeah. Honestly, I don't think it's advertising a product. I think it's advertising a filter on Instagram. That could be. So I think that the, the filter would be like, so you've got a so you've got a Evo era Harley Davidson and you've put a you know six over front end on it. This is the HWI filter you'll need to make it look proper like it was from the seventies. Like sort of an abbreviation for highway. Of course it is. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's overstating the obvious. They're going they're not going straight, they're going gaily forward. Homo white and young. <laughs> that's all it is man and i don't i look uh, first we're gonna first we're gonna make fun of people with guns and then we're gonna we're gonna, we're gonna not actually make fun of gay people yeah there it is HWI. The whole spectrum but, then, but okay so their image on their website is that of like the left side of a harley davidson motor it's rusted and fucked and, and it's rusted and fucked up and they just got it out of the junkyard right and that makes it cooler actually Wait, I think they're selling motors. I think they're selling those shitbag motors. Are they selling pre-rusted motorcycles? They're selling... Look at... Holy shit, they're selling pre-rusted motorcycles. Those pipes, dude. It doesn't matter, but I mean... So I need more information. (laughs) I would like to know more. Do you think I could sell pre-rusted motorcycle <laughs> i think you'd be better for the, co- the commercial I've actually okay so steve pre-rusted look at look at the motor steve's job i'll put this up on the podcast well, first I'll, of all that carburetor is missing six parts off the tick right i've spent right? half of my life getting rid of the rust <laughs> uh, no me that was worth something back to bike builds but but i'm, I'm confused but do dude, something with your life no 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 Shop now. I want to shop now. I want to shop now because those bikes aren't for sale. Right. What I clicked shop now and you know what it gave me? Apparel. Are you fucking kidding me? So they spent like $30,000 on some fucking dude that made a gay fantasy motorcycle film and never promoted their product. Well done, guys. Well done. Well, and more importantly. Or maybe they just have a poor sap friend of theirs that's really good at doing that stuff for a living. And they got him to do it for free. <laughs> well, you'd have to be a schmuck to do something like that. They never bothered to make their website work. So <laughs> apparently this is all about, so it is a clothing, so just so you guys know, yeah. it is a clothing company. Okay. Lifestyle. It's a lifestyle company. They've they're from, got. They're from California, but they said that we only talk Portland bands. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. So for the record, their website has two leather jackets they bought at a flea market. They have got some other stuff that's thrift store chic. And but what's funny is there is the bike builds thing. So apparently the four guys that run this company each have built a motorcycle. 
One is called the Devil's Rickshaw. One is called the Yard Dog. One is called the Peace Pipe, which, by the way, the Peace Pipe and the Devil's Rickshaw, I think, are the same bike, and so is the Little Devil. So they've got the three different, the three exactly the same bikes with different but pipes on them. Buddies, and they're riding. They man. are living the life, dude. These four guys got together and paid a whole lot of money for somebody that I know to build them <laughs> shitty panheads. Right? That's all these are. These are hipster knuckles and hipster pans. That's all they are. They're they're just that's what you got you, going on. Do you think here. these guys spoon each other at night? I hope so. That'd be. You know, I mean, that'd be nice. I think that would be redeeming. But I would think what's happening instead is they're talking about how they're going to take over the next the internet with their next viral video that they're going to create to be viral. I just like yeah. the open primaries with the fucking gears and shit hanging out. I couldn't. And, yeah, is this, yeah, that's yeah. a video you sent us, right? Yeah. 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 I watched I mean, like ten seconds of it, and it's like it. it I felt like I was getting showered with old douche. Douche, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. And basically, all these are is they were lucky enough or creative enough to find somebody's build from the seventies. Like, right. these are just backyard garage find. But the thing is, probably this, got these on American Pickers and paid too much. I guarantee you, in the seventies. Yeah. They actually were shiny, and the guys tried to make them look good. They did. And they tried to tighten the shit right. down, but it yeah. got loose after 40 years. These dudes think it's cool to have a carb falling off. This guy thinks it's hilarious to have a peanut tank on the bike that says Triumph right. on a Harley Davidson. Mm. Right. Which is just, you know, crossing swords. Yeah. And, of course, they all have the bayonet as the shifters. They got the old bayonet bent up to be the shifter handle and shit. Are we going like, to talk about all the, the old tricks. Anarchy Vest video? Come on, that was funny. Oh, did you watch it or no? No, I didn't. Okay. I, you know what? For oh, the record, I pathetic. avoid anything Sons of Anarchy like well, the no, plague. No. You yeah. you posted that you bought that bike. I did, and I said now you're going to have to be careful when you wear your. When colors. I joined the Sons of Entropy, so this poor fucking kid, his girlfriend buys <laughs> yeah. him a Sons of Anarchy like leather okay, vest. It right. literally yeah. says Sons of Anarchy Cut on the back. Sons, Sons of Anarchy Incorporated, and it says prospect. Trademark. It says prospect on the front. Sure, yeah, of course it does. It's, oh, everything, right? Because it's a prop. I mean, it's a, it's a fake prop. Right. Yeah. This dude rolls up and he gets off a bike, apparently, or something. And it's the guy. I think it, he was in a truck because there was like a. Tr- oh, oh was it a truck? There was a truck, like pointed at an angle. Like he rolled up on the guy, got out, started videotaping. Hey, uh, I like your I like your cut. Oh, thanks, man. But uh, you know, you really shouldn't be wearing right. something like that. Oh, he was. He got audited. I, I ought to take that off of you. Yeah. I ought to take that off of you. He goes, yeah. "Where'd you get it?" And the kid, like. He's just like this 20-year-old Is kinda- that licensed Disney apparel? Because on behalf of the mouse, <laughs> well, the I'm here to enforce the rules. Like my girlfriend bought it for me for Christmas. Right. It's just a TV show. Yeah. In case you weren't sure, yeah. there's a TV show. He's like, it was the most honest. I give the right. kid credit. He's like yeah. the most honest, like this nice, like, yeah. He goes, he's got anybody else give you any problems with it? He's like, or no, he goes, anybody else ever talk to you about it? He's like, a couple people complimented me on it. They said it was cool. Anybody looking. on a motorcycle ever talk to you about it? Yeah. No. No, not one other person ever talked no, to me. No, because honestly, as, as a 24 7 motorcycle rider, you couldn't get me to say boo to anybody wearing a Sons of Anarchy vest. No. Legit. The worst thing that might happen is a conversation, and I don't want any part of that. <laughs> then again, yeah. it's like, I, I'm not even going to judge somebody. Like, okay, you like to show about motorcycles on TV. Right. Cool. Like, whatever. I don't, like, you're not going to judge somebody. This Peg Bundy's like, in I that. just want she you rocks. to know yeah. that people, I just want you to know <laughs> that people died for the right to wear that <gasps> vest. Oh, yeah. Oh, this guy was a fucking like, champion, dude. I also oh. want, I'm just letting you know because I, you know, somebody, you, you might caught kick, me. No, somebody remember, would kick your face in. Remember he said, he goes, you caught me on the day. It's daylight, so I really can't do anything right oh, now. Like, what? 
Oh yeah. Is he a vampire? No, it's you know. <laughs> <laughs> My super biker powers only work at night. I just want you to know what's going on with that. And don't get me wet or feed me after midnight. Because like people would kick your face in. And I just don't want you to get your kick. You to get your kick how many your face in. how many times does that guy say like I just want you to know like he keeps I just coming want back. You know, I just want you to know. Well, that's his tagline. Yeah, yeah. It was it, you know, his tagline is I just And on the back, it's it used to be get her done. So what? Right. What made me come to right. my conclusion was when he said this. You know what? I'm going to have to ask you to do me a huge favor. I'm take, going to take, have to ask you. Yeah, take that vest off. If you could get those TPS that, reports just, done, I'd be really happy. Can you just take that vest <laughs> off and put it and just take that vest off now. And I'm going to have to ask what, you to do me a huge favor. When I That's heard that, fucking hardcore when shit I, right there. When I heard that, <laughs> I'm I said, fighting words. I said, that guy's a cop. Yeah. That guy's, he's riding with oh, Blue Knights. Oh, 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 I'm going to have to ask you to do me a huge favor. So you're right. Oh. You're right. That guy's in the Warhawks. I can't tell you to take He's not in the Blue Knights. He's in the Warhawks. I'm going to ask you to do me a huge that favor. That dude's so a you steel soldier. Take it off and put it. He's a steel soldier. Yeah. Yeah, he's one of those guys. I didn't get that, but you're I'm right. I'm a cop. You're right. I'm a cop, but I'm also an outlaw biker. You can't do that. Yeah, the Warthogs. <laughs> I got all two, of them. I got All two friends that are in Warthogs, the Warthogs, Steel Soldiers, whatever the heck it is. I don't care. That's your jam, whatever. But honestly, you cannot be an outlaw biker and also be a cop. Yeah, it doesn't work, right? See, no, thought, it's legitimately <laughs> like, dude, you I can either fuck be humans or you can fuck dogs. But you can't be <laughs> yeah. a human and fuck dogs. That's weird. You can be a dog and fuck dogs. But if you're a dog that fucks humans, somebody's going to put you down. <laughs> that's it. I don't blame you. Stay in your fucking lane. Good on you for trying. I've seen some very sexy dogs, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> oh my God. I can't join that club. I'm pretty convinced there's a lot of single women who are fucking their dogs because of the When I was a police officer. It's my fur baby. I never, when I was a police it's, officer, I never ever thought, you know what, I should be an outlaw biker. Come on, man. What the shit? The, Get this, seriously. Yeah. Yeah, like, that's a mess. The you, comments you like, are the best. Man, though. I'm nailed to the X. Give me some of that uh, <laughs> yeah, hair. But the best part, like yeah. Steve said, right. is the comments. The best one was I don't care about your vest, but I got scared when he was starting to light up a cigarette around that gas pump. This kid's more of a badass than that guy. He's sitting there ready to light a cigarette right in front of the gas pump. <laughs> Wearing his Walt Disney vest. <laughs> right. Exactly. But like the whole thing is so cute because he's like, my girlfriend got it for me as exactly. a Christmas present. Like, yeah. He didn't even lie. Nice. He's yeah. like a comedy. I'm like, either this guy was huge or it was like open carrying or something. Right. Why didn't this kid just tell this guy to go fuck his hat? Right. Exactly. Yeah, like, there was some like, reason. He was definitely intimidated by the guy for a minute. Something. I just don't know. I I wouldn't have lasted two seconds with this guy. And I'm like, oh, boy. Where'd you get that vest? Your mom gave it to me for Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like, yeah. Who the fuck are you? Go fuck yeah. it up. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, Those right after stuff. I got done tattooing my, my name on her. Here, <laughs> I'm kicking your face in now. Um, and by the way, just for fun, I did look up their website. Is so just I'm going to give these guys a plug. Okay, okay. Their website is you're going to love this. Hwyhwyhwy.com. I love it. Highway, highway, highway. <laughs> <laughs> but wait, at least they're not highway one two three four five dot com. Right. But anyway, this is from their 1943 E L knucklehead build. Okay. Look at the screen. Yeah, that's. They literally have a side plate trim piece zip tied. No shit. Those are 1943 zip ties in front of the carburetor. To adjust the air fuel mixture oh, or to keep God. large stones from going in. One of the two. But they're using official 1943 pre-war zip ties and Harbor Freight worm clamps doubled up 
<laughs> on their Chinese fuel line to keep the gasoline going into it and keep small items from going into. You know this is how they did the air fuel mix. Was that fucking silver side plate? Why is it shaped like that? What tool was made was used to make that? To make what? The that plate. That right? oval? Yeah. No, that that oval came off of something else. Well, that yeah. oval is repurposed. I don't know. His mom's vibrator. I don't know. Who fucking knows? I just I like all the right. open primaries. Well, I know what I love is the literally the dog chain, like the the the, <laughs> the bent link, the curved link dog chain oh, yeah. that goes from the hand clutch or foot clutch back over the du- the duplex primary chain. So rather than using a rod, they're literally using a piece of the dog chain, like the and it's not dog chain for a big dog. That's like dog chain for a chihuahua. Which, if it gets stuck in that primary, they're having shit? a good fucking right, day exactly. right there. Yeah, well, the budget was not well, okay, so quite what it needed to be. Okay, so you can shift up or you can shift down, but how do you go the other way and push it back the other way? Like- Again? Wow. My point to you is, using <laughs> hipster math, what was paid for this bike? I'm going to say $60,000. Yeah, right? <laughs> That's it. I'm going to say... <laughs> if there's a camera, Steve will walk into it. <laughs> I just can't see it from Oh, sorry. Hold on. Hold on. Let me pull the picture up for you. So that's the cover we're talking about on the carburetor. See the cover? Yeah. The cover is just a trim piece from something else. So and it's, it's literally held on the zip carburetor ties. in the world. Yeah. But rather than clean it, we're just going to put a, a filter. Cu- we're going to half clean We could put one carburetor. of your mom's nylons on there and it Damn. would clean the air, right? Right. But then my favorite part is literally on the left side of the motor by the primary. You'll see this actual, the same chain you use on a screen door. To keep a screen door from blowing all the way open, <laughs> yeah. that same chain is what's pulling his clutch. Yep. Yeah. So he's using screen door chain. Yeah. So there you go. Other than the gas tank, is there a single painted surface? I don't know. Yeah. I, I, right. Right. Yeah. Oh, and well, I guarantee you that a lot well, of that like was rough added to it. I was like going to say that's like the, the third. That's the third uh, bayonet I've yeah, seen yeah. on th- these bikes. So apparently, you can't really be cool until you've got a bayonet. On your motorcycle somewhere. What yeah, does so. the, the, the plate cover say? The plate cover says just passing through. It's a it's a retro metal <laughs> a retro metal license plate. That's that the like coolest part of the bike. Plate. Huh? That's the coolest part of the bike. It's, it's an old caddy. That's, that's actually, a, yeah, I don't know whose plate that is, but but yes. And then, you know, of course, rather than have a bicycle pedal on your Kickstarter, you just have nothing at all. But, like, these aren't good bikes no. at all. Anyway. They're not, they're not going on long rides. Well, I mean, they are. But Not somebody a, does a lot of pickup trucks. As long driving. as they're yeah. documented. Right. Yes, they're, they're heavily documented, right. very short rides. So, so what do you think a hipster would pay for a bike like that? I think it costs Depends on how much three, times, three or four times more than the drone he uses to shoot the videos. <laughs> yeah. He put all of his money into the drone. He had very little left over for the bike. I would pay well, for that motorcycle. Right. $2,000. You know what? Here's the what? weird thing is, because people have gotten so just queer for pans, like, and so Knuckles, Knuckles were originally, everybody was queer for right, Knuckles. Right, they would have And think. then everybody got queer for pans. And I heard a guy the other day that was like queer for shovels. And I was like, wow. <laughs> I've got a shovel in my garage. Holy shit. Like, <laughs> legit. Like, wow. This is where we're going? Yeah. I have got a stack of Cure uh, cassettes. That are going to be worth a fortune, sort. Because <laughs> yeah. if we've gotten to the point where where shovels are extremely desirable, right. then we know the next great thing is that whole collection of cassette tapes. Well, it's like the worst of the '80s are coming. It is back the worst now. of the '80s. It's are not coming even back. like now. It yeah. went from like fun little parties that people yeah. were throwing 
like people's whole thing are going into it. My my seventeen eighteen year old daughter now is wearing high waisted jeans that are acid washed. Yes, and I'm like, dude, that wasn't cool. When oh, I was you know young. what? Fuck Bitcoin. Z Cavaricci. Z Caver. Oh shit! The hell with Bitcoin. Invest oh, in Z Cavaricci. Oh yeah. What is Invest that? In Z- you don't remember those from the eighties? No, he was getting beat up. There were there, there were like <laughs> MC Hammer. MC Hammer. He was getting scared. He wasn't giving scared. Yeah. MC Hammer had the big baggy pants. I, yep. So like it Balloon became a chess king. Sold them in the mall, and they were like baggy here, but then like this had like fifty buttons, and they were skin tight, and they came up to fucking here. Yeah. So, like, you'd have a button shirt that was baggy that puffed out here with pants that sucked in here, and then they bagged back out here. And some were gold on one side and black on the other. remember that. Arsenio Hall used to wear them. Yep. But, like, it was it was kind of like an African-American thing, but then you'd get the dudes, like, the, the dudes and menor that were trying to be super sweet, and they would, just, like, strap <laughs> them on and be like, yeah. So you go at the clubs, and you'd see all the dudes, like, the white guys with, like, the, the fake high tops. Haircuts you know, and stuff. There was this, the Z there was this DJ that I heard about that was always wearing it named uh, Sleepy C, I think. DJ <laughs> Scratch and Sniff. DJ Scratch and Sniff? I can honestly say I did not wear Z Cavarichi. <laughs> First of all, I've never been a skinny guy, so it wouldn't have been a fucking good thing. <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> yep. The, uh, when you think back to that 80s era, and it is true, I mean, something made people... Something made people think that all that shit was good ideas. Like, there was no, you know, nobody said I got an extra 17 yards of fabric laying around. I had a pair of acid wash, like, jeans. Yeah. But then they had pleats in it and, like, a double or triple button. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. They were, they were like, That's oh. kind of like a Z camera. I was wearing, like, a sweater with that. Like, like oh, <laughs> oh me is like, oh. What were you doing, man? Did you peg the bottoms, though? Yes. You saw that picture I posted recently, my brother and I, and I got my CBX, and my brother's got his CB750K. You're both Canadian tuxedo. We are both both wearing so much acid-washed denim, it's amazing. And that stuff had no durability, so if you hit the ground in that, you just went in a confetti. But I I like how you had a jacket, but that wasn't enough. You had an acid-washed jean shirt underneath your acid-washed jacket. I had a chambray shirt. Okay. Yeah, so I had a chambray shirt. And my brother and I both had our pants pegged. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And we were both wearing Nikes. Um, well, and I don't think I had to peg my pants because they were tapered pants. They came like, pre-pegged. Like, they were already like tight. Yeah. Like big enough, like poofy around the waist and yeah. tight at the leg. Like. Yeah. My brother was riding a 1981, and I was riding a 79. Yeah. And that yeah. picture was taken in like 1992. Oh yeah. Yeah. Wow. So I mean, you think about like that's that's it. And when we when I see the idea of like that shit coming back, I get really terrified. Like I know. it's going to be surf style and oh yeah. yeah or yeah. Well, I did have though. I have to admit, and I'll bring a picture in 1990 or 91. Mm-hmm. I had a black Bronco too with uh, fluorescent pink and blue squiggly lines down the side. Yeah, <laughs> fluorescent yeah. KC lights, fluorescent pink, and then the and this is important. You can always tell a true 1980s, 90s truck is the double windshield wipers. Yes, you had to have the double oh, windshield yeah. wipers with yeah. the air dams on them. With the air dams, yeah. 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 extra downforce on your wipers. Yes. Cam has entered the chat. <laughs> <laughs> They were the same color as my car, yep. or they were neon. And, One and of the then, two. And yeah. then I spent a whole fucking like weekend 
paint and all my suspension fluorescent pink. Nice. And then I had a fucking set of aluminum slotted rims, yep. and I taped them all off, yep. and I painted the inside, inside of the of slot. Wow. Fucking yeah, fluorescent right? Yeah, yeah, buddy. And I'd go to the park on Saturday at 8.30 and just sit there waxing it. Like, yeah, what's oh, up, man. man. My, my Fiat Spider was originally this awful vomit yellow, and uh, at some point, somebody put these mag slot wheels on it and painted the inserts of the slots. Oh, really? Vomit yellow. Vomit yellow. Yeah, very nice. Perfect. Yeah. That's good attention to detail right there. Period. You know, correct. that no, nothing beats good detailing. Period. Yeah. <laughs> so true. And that's, I mean, that's where we were. I mean. An actual period. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, I, I'm not, I mean, I'm not out of line. When people are telling me, they're like, oh man, you know, the bike I'd, I'd kill for. And I'm like, oh, here it comes. Here it comes. And yeah, it's turned into a lot of like, oh, an 83, whatever. And I'm like, right. oh, that was a bad bike. I'm like, no, that was a really, really you bad know, bike. Here's, here's one of the things. About it was it. kind of a low watermark for motorcycles in general. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. It's like going into a store or a restaurant and asking for a bottle of Lambrusco. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Bring me a bottle of your finest Lambrusco. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. Yes. But I think it's funny that like, you know. All the you know the the KZ one thousands and the H ones and all this shit. Like they're cool. If you're a vintage guy and you're into the bike because it looks and you're into it because like you had one and you want that that feeling back or something. I understand that you're restoring it and you want to bring it back. It's great, but it's the guys that have them that are like, oh, that's a beast. That's the most gnarly motor. So I'm like, have you ever ridden a fucking 1992 600 F2? Yeah. Like, exactly. I mean, that thing will smoke yeah. that bike. Yeah, and, and that is true. That is absolutely true. All of our ancestors. When they got out of jail, they bought a leader class inline four cylinder right. with not enough tire, nowhere near enough suspension, no brakes, and eighty one horsepower. Right, right, and uh, but you know a speedo that went to two hundred. Right. In this room, we have with us an Indian scout. I invite any one of you to go find the scout and tell me on an Indian scout what the speed is on the speedometer. Anyone? Go ahead. It's out there. Easter egg hunt. Steve's got it. Steve's going to go find the Indian scout. Find the Indian scout and tell me what the speed is on the speedometer. Oh, Chris is back up. Yep. Tell me what it is because I really, really want to know. No, I don't. But I I know what it is. But this is what I'm... I mean, I want to make sure... Is that one of the bikes you picked up on your epic journey? No, this is a bike that we've had in for winter storage and the owner has decided to let us sell it for him on consignment because he decided he was too old for motorcycles, so he sold his Harley. He thought he'd buy a Scout because it was a kinder, gentler motorcycle. And he's... Scouts have foot-forward ergonomics. Is it in kilometers? Nope. (laughs) What's the price range... What? 200? It says 200. Oh. I shits thou not. And how does it say 200? What happens? What happens after, like, where does the speedometer get weird? 120. So the speedometer goes up to 120 like a normal speedometer. And then in the width of a blonde one, they've squeezed the numbers between 120 and 200. So it's oh. exponential. Yeah. As though you right. might. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, read it. Let's see. From 0 to 20. 0 to 20. That it, the, the needle goes from 0 to 20 in the same space. It goes from... Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, it, it, so you can either go from 0 to 20 yeah. 
As long as it takes you to go from zero to 20, that motorcycle will go from 120 to 200. <laughs> you know what? When shot from a cannon. I got to say, my Hyundai is the same way. It is? <laughs> it goes up to, I think, 65 or 60 miles an hour. It's like the, the increments. It's like uh, in, in like five mile an hour increments. Right. And after that, it's 10 mile an hour incre- increments. What? Each uh, line. Yeah. Uh. And it, it throws me off every time I look I at it. I have a question for you. What? So at what point on your Hyundai yep. does it stop being a normal increment and go to a subterfuge increment? <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm seriously, I want to know. Like, like up until sixty, is it normal? Yeah, and then it goes si- weird. Sixty. Well, it, it's not really weird. It's just compressed. A compressed. Yes. I get it. Yeah, yeah so I get it. At lunch today, I went to get the um, little uh, adapters for the headphones. Yeah. And uh, there's a, there's a dude in Menor. He's like a he's a white haired dude with a white beard. And he had a red bandana on Santa Claus. And he had his he had his Indian Indian motorcycles jacket on. And he was on a, a cream colored Indian chief mm-hmm. that had a license plate that said Indian motorcycles. And then the bags with the frills hanging mm-hmm. on the back said Indian motorcycles. Mm-hmm. Then across the front of the windshield, he mm-hmm. had somebody make a giant vinyl silver and, and cream to match the bike it said Indian motorcycles mm-hmm. and the side of the tank said Indian motorcycles and the sleeve said Indian motorcycles Holy so I pull up next to him on the light I look over I'm like nice bike nice He's like, and I go what kind of a bike is that <laughs> <laughs> but you didn't check individual tassels no. said Indian yeah, yeah, probably did, and man. he said Harley yeah. uh, <laughs> I, nice Harley bro yeah. nice Harley bro nice. I know that's what I would have said fuck it yeah. I didn't think that fast. Awesome, V-Star. Uh, <laughs> is that a CB750? Go Vulcans! <laughs> Give him the Vulcan salute and everything. Um, but I will tell you that, I don't know if you know this, but if you go to any person you've ever met who's been in the military, mm-hmm. so if you see somebody who's been in the Army and you see their car, they will might have one sticker on it that says U.S. Army. Mm-hmm. And if you see somebody who's been in the U.S. and the Air Force, it'll want to stick around that says U.S. US Air Force. Or a little patch for the Marines. Yeah, and if they've been in the Navy, there's usually a rainbow flag or something on the back. It's fine. <laughs> but, but if they've been in, but if they've been in the Marine Corps, sorry. yeah, my dad was one. My dad had. If you're in the Marine Corps, you have at least two pieces of flare on your vehicle oh yeah and you're usually in parallel so on the left side of the rear window you have a united states marine corps sticker yep. and on the right side of the window semper you have fi. the exact same sticker or a semper fi and a semper fi and a semper fi in the middle so my wife and i have my wife's known me for a long time and she's known that i've held this belief for a long time and every time we see a vehicle on the road she's like shit you're right she hates when i'm right about stuff because she's way smarter than i am so I'm not allowed to be right about things. It cost me. But what happens is we're driving these motorcycles around on Monday making pickups and deliveries. We were in Cleveland, Columbus, West Virginia, and Pennsylvania. We were in Portsmouth, Ohio, and went across the bridge to deliver bikes. Um, and then we went to West Virginia, further into West Virginia, and then we went to Pittsburgh all in one day, 13 and a half hours, giant circle delivering bikes to people, making them happy like Santa Claus with motorcycles. Woof. Woof. But we went past a recruiter's office. <laughs> and we from the recruiter's office from a very very long distance away we see the united states marine corps shield out front oh yeah and i went here we go and we're pulling up on it on the right side of the building united states marine corps and then in the windows united states marine corps yeah. and then on the door army and the door air force and the door <laughs> rainbow flag so we go to the front <laughs> side of the building we go to the front side of the building and the front side of the building, United States Marine Corps, all the way across the top. Right. The windows, Semper Fi. And then Army, 
rainbow flag, oh, yeah. right? <laughs> so all there, right? Air Force. <clears throat> and it was cool. And my wife is like, Jesus Christ. And I said, this is the point. Every Marine I know has Marine Corps tattooed on them in multiple locations. Like, you never have to flip them over. You just know where to return the body. If, yeah. if I didn't feel it was, you know, stolen valor, I'd probably wear my dad's jacket as yeah. a thing to be funny. Because it was a, it's a red satin jacket. Of course it is. With the white, like, you know, yeah. white things here. It says U.S. Marine Corps up on both right. sleeves. On both sleeves. It says Frozen Chosen, because he was kind of a badass but thing, but it says Frozen Chosen Marine Corps on the back with the patch in the middle. Right. And, of course, it has the patch on the front. Mm-hmm. Then his thing down here. Yeah. And then on the band, on the back, it Dude, says Dude, he's a US. 20-sided die. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> no matter how you throw him, he comes up Semper Fi. Yeah. Yeah. He, so, Uncle Sam's misguided children. The uh, they're They're just... Look, I, I love them as much as anybody. They're great for finding landmines and all kinds of shit like that. But they're like, no shit. When it comes to the advanced, you know, the battle sciences, yeah. Marine Corps didn't get, like, Marine Corps had Garands longer than anybody had Garands. The, the M14 rifle that you saw in Full Metal Jacket. The rest of the military had M16s, including our enemies. But the Marines still had M14s. Oh, yeah. And then they would argue with you about how it was better. The Marine, if you have a Marine in your shop, you'll know because he'll argue with you about how points are better than, you know, <laughs> electronic ignition. Whatever. That's just, I mean, that's their jam. That's what they do. Yeah. But it is a Marine Corps thing. More hate mail to follow. The, uh, oh, but you're saying this in love. We all love our forces. You know, well, of course we yeah. do. But yeah. the honest thing God is, we, troops. every single one of us has met Wayne. <laughs> yes. Every every anybody, does anybody in this room think that Wayne was in the Air Force? <laughs> no. Nope. No. Nope. 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 And you do know that the Marines get off the boats with the rainbow flags on them. So, like, that's how it works. So, when we think about, like, when we think about our personal experience with our service members, you know, and what it, you know, what folks go through, that guy I was making fun of earlier. Despite his 27 pieces of flair that came in open carry, (laughs) right, and 17 magazines for Cleveland, west side thereof, you know, that guy with all of his shit in 70 years old, when it came down to it, and I was like, well, you know, I was in the military, I was in the army for eight years, you know, total. How long were you in the army? How long do you think he was in the army? Mm -hmm. Three. Oh. It scarred him. Like, no, I'm sorry. It became him, right? So he became something he did for three years. Wow. I worked at Bob's Big Boy. (laughs) Have I ever mentioned... There you go. Have I ever mentioned it? Hold on, let me show you this tattoo. (laughs) I as well. And I I was traumatized at Bob's Big Boy. I was a line cook, and the guy that was the other line cook was a cokehead. Oh no! And and we, and if you were ever worked at a Bob's Big Boy on Sunday mornings, the fucking tour buses come oh my in God. and all the old people, oh, and oh, then you just yeah. get fucking mauled. It's like a thousand old people that all need special shit. And, and they fucking- swear to God that tipping is a city in China. Yeah, right. Like, they are not going <laughs> to give you a nickel over your invoice. So yeah. this fucking crackhead cokehead, and this is like 1988. I was like in 11th grade. So this this dude's a cokehead. Like after we'd go on and he'd sneak beers, and I'd have, he was cool to me because he'd give me a beer, you know. Right. Meanwhile, he's doing lines in his car. He'd come in and he'd be fucking railed, right? He got so mad at the old people, 
He took the grill cleaner, the AJ, whatever the fuck it is, like the toxic shit, and he yeah. put it in their fucking phone. Oh my he got God. like 25 fucking people sick. Oh, yeah. And like, we so- did that too, but it was unsanitary. <laughs> we had no chemicals involved. It was just bad housekeeping. Bad housekeeping. <laughs> but they dude, shut us down like three times. But, but, but what happened is this got people sick quick. So I'm oh, traumatized yeah. because like 70 old people started vomiting on each other everywhere in the fucking oh, restaurant. Dude. It was That's got to be worth the price of admission. Oh God, I left. Man. I walked out. I never went back. Oh, yeah. Do you I'm have a tattoo to commemorate it? I do. <laughs> <laughs> Just an old lady puking. Yeah. yeah I, for, I mean, we'll say what we'll say, but... I'll know. say one thing about... I mean, I've worked and you know managed many, many people. Yeah. Marines are the most loyal... To me, yes. I mean, to me, I love having mar- the Marines work for me. Yes. Because if they would throw themselves in front, if somebody came into that building oh, and started every Marine shooting, they would throw yeah. themselves in Absolutely. front of you to save you. I mean, and they are, to me, they're. Yeah. Hoff's getting mail now. He's getting the good mail. Yeah. I'm going to get the hate mail. <laughs> yeah, he's going to get flowers. He's going to get flowers and shit. <laughs> no, I'm serious. And I mean, all the hell of a bill. Chris Smith just brought me a drink that should be on a magazine That's cover. Beautiful. <laughs> he brought me a drink that legit looks like, that? looks like backyard artisan. Just keep like, throwing ice Honestly, out. this is a there's belt. Only, there's only two ounces of That's like the cover of Farmhouse Modern It is. It really is. This is some hipster fucking Martha Stewart. <laughs> and when Snoop Dogg and I get together and drink our gin and juice, we use the, the ball, the ball, thirty-two ounce wide mouth, yep. the ball, thirty-two ounce wide mouth mason jar with the graduated cylinder on the side, so you get your mix just right. Oh my god! Yeah, holy shit, Chris, beautiful. He knows how to mix them. Oh, but you know what? He lays the roofies on top. You got to put the roofies in the bottom. <laughs> yeah, you put the roofie on the top is an amateur move. The uh, god damn it! Too soon. Would you like some of my booze? <laughs> I have a quart and a half. Oh, here is I legit have straight up. Well, you can have it. I don't, is, care. I don't need it. Yeah, wow. yeah. If if this were if this were jam or jelly, I'd have diabetes right now. <laughs> right. God, man, that's a fucking drink, man. Thank you, sir. Holy shit! Oh, okay. I thought yeah. you were stealing it. <laughs> my God, I threw him under the bus for nothing. <laughs> I bought a bike last year. What'd you oh, buy, John? Shit. John woke up to tell us about a bike he bought. <laughs> he woke up. That's the only thing I miss about Zoom. We can't put a dick on John's DS face right now. 250. That's a Suzuki Ooh. TS250. Whoa, whoa, whoa. A DS. A TS. A TS. A TS. Yeah. yeah. That stands for Toasted Seals. <laughs> <laughs> what about or, the 750? Too stupid. What about the 750 I sent you? Nothing? I thought that was going to be your Huckleberry, man. Four carburetors, fuck you. Okay. Oh, oh yeah, uh, that's right. It's I a agree. Great price. It's actually a great. That it's, is a great dude. Deal. Took the carbs off of a fucking a silver blue 750 CB 750. Okay. And says I don't have time to do it. Five hundred bucks. And it's okay. Thirty thousand oh, miles. Man. All right. It looks really 16, nice. Sixteen thousand miles. Sixteen thousand miles. Right. Sorry. What year? Bruce. What year is it? Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh. I'm sorry. What you said? No, that sorry. changes everything. No, it's no. got the nice tail and the fucking thing. Uh, Dohawk. Twin cam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nope. Yes, it's a twin cam. Yeah. But it's a nice bike. I like it's it. a nice twin cam. Bruce was talking about getting a Nighthawk. I'm like, buy this thing for 500 bucks. Twin cam. Can't touch it, man. Nope. Can't yeah. touch this. Can't touch Unless twin it's a 450. cam. Yeah, right. Fair game. Yeah, fair game. But I mean, it's I want. 900. I mean, there's nothing. There is no. There are no motorcycles in the Honda family that have brought me as much fucking bullshit as a twin cam. Okay. Yeah. Well, I yeah. wasn't too interested in it yeah. because I just don't want to. And there's four carburetors, two cams. It's got the wrong numbers of everything. 
<laughs> yeah, so you got a TS Toasty Seal 250. Yeah, the main reason I got it was that was my original first bike. Oh, oh. shit. That's and, cool. Uh, a guy I fucking know that I work with offered it to me. And uh-huh. That's the one that and he picked like, up. He offered I was it like, to you? Eh, he I tried to, to blew him off for like a, about a year. And all of a sudden one day he's like, you going to buy that fucking bike or what? I'm like, I don't know. Okay, I'll find I'll buy it. Uh, <laughs> what, what year is it? I'm going to trade him for something. It's, I tried to trade you for my Trail 90, but you didn't take that. Yeah, but you also tried to trade your wife and a hand job for his Africa Twins. <laughs> well, I've been trying to trade there. a lot for the Africa <laughs> Twins. No, Steve had the bike. He got it with his elder uh, Moto Guzzi. Yeah. And he paid a thousand bucks for both bikes, and so he only paid five hundred bucks for his Moto Guzzi, and right. I paid five hundred bucks for the TS two fifty. That's how it all ends up. Yep, that's it. It's kind so of we're a all happy. bike. It's bent. The front end's all bent up and everything. And oh, you're happy. I'm. Not, I didn't say I was. No, <laughs> <laughs> no it's actually <laughs> the body paintwork is really nice and everything. Tank was rusted inside. I just burnt that out with some milkstone remover, so it's looking Good. better. I ordered a new petcock. Clean the carb. Found out that the carb was pretty. I think somebody bought a new Makuni for it, so it's Ooh. not a Chaikuni. Get the fuck out of here! It's an actual new Makuni. Then when I took it apart, I found out that it never had gas in it. You know why? Because that carburetor has the floats that float on posts mm-hmm. and then move a bracket, not yep. attached to the bracket. That's right. They were flipped upside down. Oh, you're right. There's never been gas in that carb. So it's I, only been kicked ninety three thousand times. Cleaned it and I put it back together, and when I noticed that the float bowl was spring loaded when yeah. I tried to put it on, I'm like, that's not right. That's not right. And I looked yeah. at it, and I'm like, oh, these floats go this yep. way. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Oh, that is a great. I mean, honestly. There's a tip. If you're ever trying to buy a TS250 and you got a buddy who's got one and you really, 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 really well on it, you can make his bike never run again. <laughs> Pretty easy. Yeah. Ten minutes alone with the that. hell with pulling his spark plug. Ten right. minutes alone with your bike. The gas tank was probably like the number two or three most rusty gas tanks on the inside. Okay. Yeah. That I've encountered. And I've encountered Is bad enough for a Caswell? No. Okay. There's no holes in it. All right. I burn it out and it looks good. Yeah. So, but there was like, like when I got it, the fuel filter was just full of yeah, rust. The just garbage out. Impassable. Yeah. <laughs> I ordered a new Petcock for $9 on eBay. Yeah. I'm going to keep the original one and try to maybe rebuild it. But yeah, re- yeah. Resurrect that. There was no chance of fuel getting anywhere near through that carburetor into the motor. That's good. So, uh, this morning, bright and early, I had the privilege of going to uh, an um, impound lot in North oh, Olmstead. Oh, to get dudes. So to get our, our friend Joe, Joe Howard, podcast veteran, funny man about town, uh, generally speaking, one of the most hilarious oh, guys I know. So uh, I went to the impound lot, and after much negotiations with the owner's wife, uh, she did agree to give me passage into their lot, and I did eventually find his bike and was able to get it, and I'll, there it is up on the screen, his, uh, his baby blue Stella. Yeah, not too bad. I mean, honestly, considering, you know, he had broken ribs and a collapsed lung and, you know, a big, you know, contusion on his forehead and everything else. Bike looks fantastic mm-hmm. from the left side. And then on the right side, then you see the problem. So you see the, the side of the the side of the bike there where the where the Toyota tried to enter it uh, against its will. It's a good thing he had all those guards. It's a good thing he had. It's a good thing he had a motor over there. Otherwise, it might have actually hurt him. His motor is gefuckered. Mm -hmm. If you said, 
point on the doll where the man touched you to do the most <laughs> possible damage. That is where you would hit. Yeah. If you could take a sledgehammer and hit Estella anywhere to make it unrideable, that's the money shot. So that it fuck up the uh, the carb sideways and the oh, it's bad. Um, the funny thing is the electric start still works, hmm. but what happens when you press the button? Is Dante's ninth level of hell. The noises, I was like, okay, that's a crank. I can hear the crank. I say, did it push the crank? Oh, it's done. Yeah. Yeah, this motor is broken. And I mean, the motor is actually broken. The cases are broken. Sure. So the engine cases are actually broken. The device that's going up at a 45 degree angle, like a little baby, tiny, tiny rocket launcher, Mm -hmm. is the Kickstarter that used to be at a horizontal. Yeah. And I was just happy there wasn't blood all over it. But um, the hilarious thing was I pulled it out of the you know the back area and brought it forward and the whole deal. And I was like, well, I got to try. I mean, I'm not going to break it more. So I turned the key, put it in neutral, pulled the clutch in, hit the button, and it went, arr, arr, <laughs> clank. Oh. And then every time it made a rotation, it made a louder clank. Oh, yeah. And it was just like, oh, that's bad. Yeah, That's bad. It was like a clown with one metal leg. It just made this noise that was like, squeak, clank, squeak, clank, squeak, clank. And I made it make that noise until the battery was dead because it just made me so happy to hear it. Like, was it a broken rod slapping into something or like what? No, the crank is no longer a one-piece unit. Oh. Yeah. The flywheel's going to be shot. It's the flywheel. So I'm absolutely certain that the flywheel has been shattered okay. on the lay shaft on the crank. Mm-hmm. So when you engage the electric starter, which spins the gear on the flywheel, it's it makes a half a turn, half grabs crank. the crank, yeah. and, then try, yeah. and then tries to turn the crank. But I did peer underneath it, and the actual cases to the motor are broken. Wow. So the, the motor block, if you will, is broken. A little JB weld. Exactly. <laughs> so this is something that happened while I wasn't... No, not this accident. This accident happened when he was on his way to work. Of course it did. But what happened while I wasn't paying attention is that Stella's, which had the 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 just the sheer audacity to stop being two strokes in two thousand and four, right. Stella's became impossible to get parts for mm-hmm. because the company that built them, LML, mm-hmm. decided to not exist anymore. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. right. So it turns out as much fun as we had getting parts for Bajaj scooters is now Stella. Hmm. So it was funny because to us around here, Stellas are like a commodity. It's like a beaver belt. Like we know, right. like, oh, that's worth three Stellas, right? You can go to <laughs> yeah. Scooter Works and order anything you want. Anything you needed because they imported them to America under the fine watch, watchful eye of Phil McCaleb. Well, he's not there anymore. And he, he gave not a fuck, but he gave a pile of fucks. And Stella was his baby and he took care to make sure there were parts for it. But he's not there anymore. And the people that are in charge of the ship now feel like Stella is kind of like herpes they had in the 80s. They just don't want to admit it was ever really there, even though it's going to be with them for the rest of their lives. So you can't get Stella parts from just about anywhere, including India. So it's a kind of a hard bike to get to source parts from traditionally. Can you swap like a Bajaj motor? No. So you can swap if you're weird enough. So let's talk about the things that fit in a Stella. <laughs> okay. What's that? Virtually any P series yeah, yeah. or TS or Rally or even old narrow frame Vespa motors. If you're freaky enough, you can put a 1980 Bajaj motor in a Stella, and then you've got like the best thing. What do they call that? Bollywood. Yeah. 
Because you've got a Bajaj motor and a Stella frame. You can't beat that. That is it. That is, that's the height of Indian anti-technology. <laughs> but, like, you could also put a Rally 200 motor in a Stella, and that would be literally... It's a large frame. Yeah. Like, that, that's just... That's like an atheist with a giant Jesus tattoo. Like, you can't get any weirder than that. That's yeah. Jews for Jesus is what you that mean Roger is. Stone. Honestly. Yes. Ex- yes. Rogers. Exactly. Roger Stone. Rogers. But, but and many, many, many things will fit in a Stella. Because for years, we've been putting Stella things into other things. Mm-hmm. Like, if you had some kick-ass old GS but didn't have a motor, I got a crate that says LML on the side that says you're going 60 miles an hour. Right? Right. And we were doing that shit fast and furious as hard as we could. The checks wouldn't clear, and these crates would show up with LML motors in them. Well, now that game is over, my friend. And Stella's, it turns out, are becoming a bit of a challenge. So, so if you want to own one, you got to pay your dues. Um, this is going to sound stupid, but so the, you, the four-stroke motors don't fit into the two-stroke frame? No. I mean... The four, the early four stroke motors do, but they're a disaster anyway. Okay. And then the four stroke automatic, the, you don't even. Yeah, we're no, not that's talking terrible. about that. Yeah, that's terrible. But terrible. and honestly, if you put a four stroke in a two stroke, like if you had a two stroke and you put a four stroke in it, I don't like you anymore. No, I get it. We but can't I'm be friends. If you can't find yeah. any, and you have this thing, and you just want yeah. to ride it. No, I would, I would, I would sooner murder a P one twenty five X. Like to get the bo- the motor right, out of a P one twenty five X and put a kit on it. Well, right. and I would think any two stroke Vespa engine would be easier to find than a four stroke. So uh, so when LML was in its death throes, mm-hmm. when LML was like bribing people to come to work, when LML was like had guards outside and somebody tried to leave the factory and they hit him in the head with a stick and sent him back in to build more motors for genuine. When that was happening, they were building the four stroke motors, and so that is like the equivalent of taking out the California condor Mm -hmm. and installing a Tyrannosaurus Rex. Like, because (laughs) you're going to get California condor parts earlier than you can get, easier than you can get Tyrannosaurus Rex parts. Right. Right. And that's what it is. So, yeah, those four-stroke motors, not only do they suck, but they're going to be hard to get parts for. Whereas the two-stroke motors, look, there's plenty of rotted out, because Vespas, you know, Vespas were made out of metal that... Pool water pooled up on it, and a lot of hillbillies have rotted out Vespas. Right. No problem. You can find the case, though. Yeah, but right. a motor kind of was hidden by the shit that rusted out. Right. So I've taken some decent motors out of some rusty hulks. Mm-hmm. But so, Joe Howard, we love you and all, but that bike's toast, man. Like, if you want me to talk to your insurance agent, you would not believe my back alley skills. Like, hmm. we're going we're gonna to work on that. We're going to take care of you, my I friend. I mean, the dude has about $490 worth of mirrors on it. Just alone. in mirrors. Right. And you know what's hilarious <laughs> yeah. is after I picked the bike up, I was like, okay, let's take an inventory and see how many of these mirrors we can salvage. Yeah. No. None. Yeah. We'll take a look at it later on. When you see how much damage was done to this bike, yeah. the mirrors did give it a nice soft exterior to protect most of the interior of the bike. Well, you know what's weird about damaged motorcycles is perspective. So yeah. like when Mike got hit, right? yeah. he was in the hospital. And so a bunch of the dudes that are on Mike the, didn't get hit. Mike got blown the fuck up. Yeah, he got murdered. Like yeah. he got hit. Yeah. But um so like a lot of the guys at Adventure Rider that are in the Northeast Ohio thing, yeah. we're all like, "Hey, you know what? It's at the salvage yard. They're going to get rid Let's of it." Let's go strip it for parts, well, man. Well, that's the thing cuz they weren't going to give them any money for the, no. the accessories. So no. we went down to strip. When we first got there, same thing. You're like, "Man, that bike doesn't look that it bad looks at fine. all. What the hell, you Absolutely. Know? Got a couple of dents and scratches, but then right. you stood we behind it. We the blood off the seat. It'll right. be fine. Yeah. But you stand behind it and the bike was a seat. Exactly. Like the That's whole what this bike was 
a yeah. seat, you know, yeah. and you're like, the oh. front of this bike is listing to port. The back of it's listing to starboard. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. And the middle of it is where Joe was. <laughs> right. So like, that's what happens to bikes and crashes. Mm. And we know because we get them all. Yeah. Like they all come here first. And it is funny that, yeah, we have to go to a salvage yard, pay money to the tow truck operator in the salvage yard to get the bike back just to get it here. And tell the insurance company it's just as fucked as we said it probably was going to be over the telephone. Right. And then they're going to come out. And yeah, they're going to look at this bike and they're going to go, okay, well, Kelly Blue Book on this bike is uh, $901. And meanwhile, Joe's got $3,000 of accessories on there. You know? But you know what? I think some insurance companies are getting better. When my wife destroyed my, my Pontiac Vibe, okay, blew it up, right? Yeah. So the insurance guy was like, can you get to the car? I'm like, yeah. Right. He's like, go take pictures, send mm-hmm. them to me, yeah, and then don't pay to get it out. Oh. So I sent him like- That's really nice. 30 pictures of Holy all shit. the angles inside, outside, whatever. Artistic, yeah, through like a window, super so long lens. When he saw yeah. it, he was like, that car is total. Yeah. You're good. Just leave it. They can fucking have oh, it. Oh, shit. That was it. Now oh. that's a legit- yeah, yeah, okay. That almost never happens around here. Tell that's- Sparky I didn't pee in the slop sink. I've been watching it. <laughs> <laughs> apparently we got a phantom pisser in our shop so yeah yeah so sparky our mechanic comes in and tells renee he went into the utility room here our little utility closet and he says that the the utility sink smelled of pee pee i think it was renee <laughs> now you know my brain just made a visual of that oh, and she was perched up on the edge of the slop sink like a gargoyle I mean, like her bird they, they like teach, you can teach, teach a cat to pee in your toilet, so she's just standing up. <laughs> no, look, I, no, I'm not saying I couldn't teach Renee how to do it. I'm just saying I want to catch her in the act. It'd be pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, um, not for nothing. So I did go in, and, and a couple Don't of times in the day, I went and spot checked the spot checked the slop sink. I think what happened is somebody used a rag to, to clean a bike up with. Yeah. And just left it in there hanging on the slop sink. And it's oh, like ammonia smelly. smells yeah, or, yeah, you know, yeah. chemical smells. So I was like, I don't think somebody's actually pissing in there. But because I'm an idiot and I work here my whole life and this is my house and my family and stuff. And she's like, she's like, um, is it? She goes, is anybody peeing in the sink in the utility closet? And I was like, are we supposed to? Because <laughs> I never know if we got a toilet this down. Even if I did, I would at least rinse it down. I mean, you know, I wouldn't just pee in it. And Uh-oh. Walk away. I think we have an admission. Uh, well, you even admitted to peeing in your sink at home every once in a while. <laughs> Shit, every place in the plant's a pee hole. <laughs> and it's kind of like, if you're not just peeing random places, work, why like why do you even have a dick? When I'm at work, like, I like to pull my pants all the way down to my ankles when I pee, too. Uh, <laughs> wow. Why stop there? I'm going to take my pet. Josh, one of the guys has to take his pants off to poop. I was going to say, I will remove my trousers and my boxer shorts. I will fold them up and place them on the back of the commode. Okay, so no, you have to listen to this story about what John's convinced the youngest member of our crew to do. Oh boy, I'm dying to hear this. I'm dying to hear this. So explain to them what the lagoon is. Okay, so that's where we pump all our excess sludge. What is sludge? Wait a second. Excess sludge means you have, at some point, enough sludge. And how do you know when you have enough sludge? And how do you know which is the excess? I can tell by the way the bubbles crack in the tank and the way it sounds. Oh, wow. It talks to him. It's too, <laughs> too much tech talk. That's why they could never fire him. Honda they Whisperer. Never the poop whisperer. <laughs> the poop listener. <laughs> it's the poop listener. I love those rotifers. <laughs> 
Oh. So you have the oh, lagoon. God. This is where all year long solids have been pumped out to. Okay. For them to be stored for when in the springtime we will run do Steve's favorite thing, which is to make cake. Which is basically we're taking <laughs> solids being dewater poop that is now, you know, been sitting in the lagoon for a long time, thickening. Oh my god. So it's to the point now where the lagoon is full. So normally there's water with solid on top. Well, now it's like there's no water even on top. Now it's just like there's a whole half of the lagoon. It's like chocolate pudding. Which is like chocolate pudding. <laughs> the boy. The boy. 24-year-old Jake took a ride on the SSR, Steve's SSR oh. today. He's like, this thing is cool. I want one of these. Sure. No. Yeah. And then out of the blue says... I bet I could make it across the lagoon on that thing. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> what the hell? So what I said is. I'll bet you can. I bet you can. In fact. And then he took his shirt off too soon. Bucks. I'll give you 100 bucks just for trying. No, wait a second. He's like, I'll do it naked. I'll give you 200 bucks just for trying. You can go get my bike. Hold on. I got to go buy more video cameras. I was going to say. The only, the only, and that's the only thing is I got to be able to call my friend Cinch. He's got to get his cameras. Yes. yes. Everything yeah. out of here. I will bring everything. I will rent things. I will have a hundred camera <laughs> angles just for that. So, so we're, we're going to have to tie a rope on your angle to pull you out of shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. So this is for this Sunday? I don't know. <laughs> Sunday, <laughs> Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. He's not, he's not. Every podcast listener is like, I need two please. tickets to Cleveland. I feel like <laughs> he's, to happen to he's ready to go for it. If guys, he if would guys do it too. Up, I think he would do if it. If we all threw in a hundred bucks, it'd be done. So, so, okay. I offered him 200. I have like, some questions. Well, I'll do it. <laughs> like, no shit. I have some questions. Okay. First question. How deep is the lagoon? Uh, about well, it defined 12, 12, 12 to 14 feet in the middle. Oh, my Whoa. God. But it's not. Uh, yeah, it's but tapered. It's, so it's tapered down like this. Right. So. But that's right now. But half of that lagoon, there's no water sitting on top of it. I understand. Oh, he's gonna he's gonna get like into it. It's gonna sink, and he's gonna it's gonna dig in, and he's gonna face plant. He yeah. sees himself skipping across, skimming it. across. I deployed the whole thing right. He's going happen. to hit it as fast as he can in fourth gear, like a poop smelling Travis Pastrana. <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna be doing a wheelie oh across it. This is the worst this idea ever. They used to throw poop cows in the, the manure like that to to oh digest God. them. Oh, they died. Forget God. how you're getting him out. How are you getting the bike? Yeah, what right, the, right. Yeah, tie a rope to the bike tie and a rope to him, and then tie that same rope to the bike and pull them out. Yeah, tie, the, tie a bungee cord to the bike so it can pull itself back, and then you can just fling over the handlebars. My I don't know. God. We're, we're gonna make. We also thought about the remote kill switch, like right oh, when yeah, that's, yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> the worst, I mean, honestly, look, the worst thing you can do in this situation is sabotage it. Because know. this needs to be, to he's going to do it no, by himself. He's going to be sad. Just like the bike build off, it's better to let people fail naturally, and then <laughs> and then it's funnier because yeah. it, it's more painful if everything is in his favor. I would even build him an approach ramp, dude. I'll take it. Oh, I offered him anything he wanted. Like, yeah. what do you want to do? Honestly, I'm thinking about this. I, I think, think you need a jetpack. I believe in you. I That's my favorite Mecklefish line yeah. ever. Is I believe in you. Guys comes back. Mike and Mike walks into the lunchroom and he, he he says, "You better you better get in there right now." <laughs> he said, "John's convinced Jake to take the SSR across the lagoon." <laughs> you know, and that would be the funny thing is to go back in and be like, oh, "I'm sorry, dude." When I told 
you know what? When we talked about this earlier, remember how I was telling you that you could probably just you just just carry third gear. I'm going to take that back. Or back up an extra forty or fifty yards. Let's do fourth gear. He's got to start at right. the street. Yeah, start top at the of the street, street all the way down. He needs the to be yeah. maximum. No, but the problem is, yeah, I mean, if it I was like, if it was flat. You might have a chance to go a little bit, right? Make it irresistible. But it's and it's tapered down yeah. like this. So he's going to come in like this. He's just going to launch and go <laughs> straight in. Right into the... Dude, right I'm not kidding the, like, the I think it's hilarious that a poop-related item is yeah. tapered. <laughs> and I'm the, I'll take a vacation day. I don't care. I will If it happens it's at pinched. 5 in the morning, I'll be there. Whatever Fuck time. Yeah. What the shit? Just as long as it's not the black SSR. Anybody else? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm talking about my bike. I don't care if I have to tear right. my bike completely apart. I get, get all the shit out yeah. of it and put it back together. <laughs> yeah. All the shit out of it. I get it. I mean, look. <laughs> oh, man. Why the... Like, uh, oh, I mean, he's got to be pulling your leg. I don't know. I don't know. These kids, it. these kids... I tell you, I was telling these guys before the podcast... I had a uh, reflecting pot, like one of the tanks was empty at one of my other plants. And wait, had- whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on, stop. You had a reflecting pond at the wastewater treatment facility. Right. So you could get a reflection of the Washington Monument? <laughs> no, <laughs> you built a Washington Monument. It was the digesters. It reflected the digesters into the thing. But I had, Oh, that's romantic. I had a koi. <laughs> I had like two foot koi in there and snakes and turtles and all this other stuff. It was really cool <laughs> because it was an abandoned tank and it was just <laughs> sitting there. And so Blinky the three-eyed fish. So we had a crocagator. <laughs> we had all kinds of cool shit. You're pumping air into it. It's just water. You might have fish in there. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, I had bluegill. It was really kind of cool. Every once in a while, throw a little waste in there that they can eat. Did you know that fish eggs... Til- tilapia nutria, all you want. Yeah. Yeah. All the- fish eggs can survive through a duck. So, like, it can be eaten by a duck and then exit. The I drank coffee that was. So, I drank coffee that was processed what? by a monkey. Which yeah. is how, which is how that how so a the, a isolated pond can be completely stocked with fish is because because the ducks bring it in exactly. Oh, that's I want to awesome. Sell corn that's been through humans. We get plenty of it at the plant. <laughs> Every time I clean, <laughs> instead of calling it popcorn, you call it poop corn. <laughs> I think there's a market there. Oh my god! <laughs> we take all the corn and then we make a mash. We mash in on it, and we have a whiskey that's made out of. Oh, oh no! Boo boo bourbon. I'm never drinking any of this. Boo boo bourbon. Butt shine. I stopped shaking his hand two weeks ago. Start making butt shine. Yeah. yeah. Come on, for fuck's sake, man. Uh, oh. oh Jesus. <laughs> I mean, uh, look, <laughs> there's a point. <laughs> oh, you were talking about the pond. The, the, yeah, so so the, the point is that I had this reflecting pond at the plant. Yeah. And so we, we would just sit out there and just, you know, because the fish were kind of cool and they were all different colored koi and whatever. Yeah. So one day we were just standing there looking at it, and all of a sudden this huge shadow I see out of the corner of my eye. I turn around. The summer help kid runs off the digester building, leaps into the air, and does a header right into the tank. Oh, really? What the fuck? He goes right into this freaking tank. I mean, like, and it scared the shit out of me because I thought it was, like, some huge, like, pterodactyl coming down to eat me. 
So he climbs out of the tank. There's like, nothing weirder than a human being diving into anything at the wastewater treatment facility. <laughs> so he gets out like, what? What the hell are you doing? And he says, "Oh yeah, Brett, uh, bet me five bucks to jump into this, jump off the bucks. building and jump into this tank." So he jumped off the building into this tank. For five bucks. And, and what did he have to miss? Fuck? How deep? Oh, and then so, the, but the, the scariest part was that, like, the, the direction he came from to jump off the building, right. there's a pipe sticking into the tank, like, two feet long. So he had to clear the sidewalk, he had to clear the steps to the building, he had to clear the railing, and then he had to clear this two-foot pipe, so he had to hit it right in the middle where he would have freaking, his nuts would have been in his throat. <laughs> How deep was the whole thing? That was like, that's another like 10-foot, 12-foot deep tank, so... <laughs> Jumped into a pri- the final tanks. Not the me. Place that he worked. <laughs> right, thank <laughs> you. Not he me. Made him money. <laughs> but I kind of like the final tanks. They're, they have the big thing, the arm that rotates. Oh yeah, yeah. And I can see me on like a little pool. The finals wouldn't be so Dude, I can. So wait a second. If we're gonna do, if Mid Ohio doesn't happen, oh. <laughs> all I'm seeing right oh. now is <laughs> Mini Ohio happening in Oberlin, yeah. yep. and we're gonna have most extreme challenge. Yeah, most extreme challenge. At the Pooh Factory. Lagunas Seca. Lagunas And apparently, Mid Oberlin has a lazy river. Right? It's the laziest <laughs> river. You just have to have a little personal skimmer. Go to the sorority. Come play. All these chicks will be out there. It's organic. They don't know what it is. It's <laughs> totally organic. organic. This isn't the wastewater treatment. This is the water treatment. That's it's, it's a mud bath. It's a mud bath. Put it on your face. Oh, It'll God. Clean you up. I said that today. We had the, the uh, digested sludge in the south aerobic. It's just black bubbling oil. Uh-huh. I'm like, we could open a fucking spa. We heat this shit up to about 90 degrees. <laughs> yeah. like, have women like, just dip them in. Yeah, shit. but you'd get out and you'd be black as tar. It doesn't come, might, you can't wash it off your hands. That's your biggest fucking problem. <laughs> I know. <laughs> no, you can't get it. If, you, if it touches you, your skin turns black. This and is you're going to have botulism, sepsis, herpetitis, yeah. and 96 other diseases. No, it's been digested. It's pretty. Oh, that's done. You can eat it. It's, it's fine. It's great. It's Marmite. It's only. It's got less than, <laughs> it's got less than one million. Parts of uh, or uh, colonies of E. coli in it. Less than one million. Yeah, <laughs> sign me up. <laughs> yeah. Steve, Steve doesn't get infections when like he gets uh, cut. You made of two guys in a cup. Yeah. Oh, when Steve gets a cup, all the little like microbes just die. They just die. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Oh my god, that's awful. That is fucking horrible. Uh, it really could happen though. I, I don't really think it would take much. But, so uh, at two sure hours in, to. the the Cleveland Moto Poo Fest. <laughs> My God, I, this is the shittiest podcast ever. <laughs> this is the Literally, shittiest yeah. podcast. This is awful. Oh, what I, so I gotta get. So I gotta get Chris's Jan, Janus. Okay. <laughs> yep. So Chris has got to get his j- anus out of my front window. Right. Because <laughs> I'm going to tell you. It's stopping traffic. I heard. One of his friends came in. <laughs> so his buddy his, his buddy comes in with like a Land Rover shirt on or whatever. And whatever. It's just an old white man. And so you know that here, old white men are like my time currency. suckers. They're like succubus time suckers. Oh, my God, man. Like, <laughs> we're not even joking. So, but th- so we make the mistake of opening the door 
for uh, you know people that were hanging around outside and renee was like well you know i i vetted them and they passed the test so you know phil go outside and let him let him in and we'll talk for a minute we'll give him give him a couple of minutes we got like 10 minutes till the next appointment gets here so i'm like okay great so i pop out hey guys if you want to know more about the tnt 135 or something come on in so i let these two young fellas come in and they come in and this little old man this like elf hobbit guy <laughs> he like zigs in and he like he got in their vapor trail i didn't see him and he just kind of <laughs> yeah. snuck in and he had his little like camera bag fanny pack thing on and whatever and so he yeah. comes in and i was like shit one got in all right well that happens one, 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 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it happens like four times a day step on it you don't get him you gotta have on your weasel stomp, your weasel stomping boots yeah. right and so he got in and so he sneaks in and i'm like ah, oh, he seems harmless enough i'll leave him alone so I talked to the kids about the motorcycles. You know, they're young fellas, and they just want their first bike and stuff. And it's a good educational experience. And so the kid comes, the old man, he goes, he goes, is that a Janus? And I said, we oh. say Janus around here. Yeah. And he goes, or oh. Jay Amos. Yeah. And he was like, he's like, he's like, all right. And he says, yeah. He goes, I, I've been following. I've been, I've been checking those out. I've been looking into those. I said, well, my buddy, my buddy got that. And he. He rode that all the way back from Indiana like a son of a bitch. Like, like that's hardcore. Yeah. And I said, it's only in the window for winter storage, but, you know, here it is. And he's like, wow. I said, yeah, it's a, it's a guy that... And he goes, is that a Christmas bike? Oh, no. Wow. And I said, it most certainly is. I'm in famous. the sausage club with him. <laughs> <laughs> I like charcuterie. Oh, no. <laughs> I like shark husbandry too. Um, he's straight up. He was just like he goes. Oh, I know Chris. I've had Chris's meat in my mouth oh, many no. times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what we do. We all get together, hang our meat out, and he said. But he didn't say he was. He did not mention he was in the charcuterie club. But he did definitely knew who you were because he brought your name up, not the other way around. And I was like, wow, that's great. And he's like, yeah, you know. And I was like, well. And he goes, well, he used to have that Royal Enfield. And I said, yeah, he did. And he goes, it was the same color. And I was like, yeah, Chris likes the old military-looking bikes. And he's like, all right. And I was like, you can leave now. No, you should, say, <laughs> you should look at the other side of this bike. <laughs> you know, if, if you walk outside, you can see the other side. Let me show you something really cool. Click. <laughs> yeah, you're right, Steve. That Why don't we do that? That'd be great. I read a thing. It was like... Uh, Speaking of Christmas, do we have any jokes tonight? Well, hold on. Before you get to it, uh -oh. what, what, is, uh, <laughs> what is charcuterie? We better come up with them. It's a $60 Lunchable. <laughs> <laughs> Guilty as charged. Uh, I have done that many times. Uh, yeah, would you guys like anything? No, I'll just have the charcuterie board. And they bring it out, and I'm like... I know that from Aldi. <laughs> <laughs> you can't look. That's Aldi prosciutto. Yeah. I know exactly where that prosciutto came from. Thirty-nine cents a plate. Yeah, yeah. I know that salami anywhere. That's Aldi. That's Batavia. I know right where that came from. Right next yeah. to it is the summer sausage. That's yes. like this big for yeah. three bucks. Yes. I don't buy it, but I see it. But I know what it is. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly it. Chris, do you have a joke? I don't have a joke. You don't have a joke. You don't have a joke. You had one on, on, on uh, the... I mean, this is the main it, thing it. you bring to the podcast. I forgot. Yeah. I forgot. What was it? it was Get the, your you, fucking phone You out. responded to that guy. He said he needed a Chris Smith joke on, on YouTube, and you, you dropped one. What did you say? Something like his mom or something? <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to keep track of them. I I'll think. find it. 
<laughs> the jokes of the mom. <laughs> Somebody get Christmas a joke. So yeah, yeah. It. Let's start sending them in. Let's. Oh, oh there you go. Now we're <laughs> now we're harvesting jokes. Well, too. let's see what's out there. I don't know. Right? <laughs> <laughs> let's we're not on Twitch. We can't get the live. Yeah, I mean, we oh, got That's the next. I need more tech. Do we oh, have any more tech? Let's, let's more? make this fucking harder. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, Sleepy has showed up, and in the time Sleepy has showed up, we've gone from literally a disposable close and play microphone based. Recording contraption, the Boy Scout. We've gone to that, which literally you can smuggle into prison. Like our old audio system could be smuggled into jail. The keister mic in your keister, exactly. (laughs) And now we have got a board with a backup board. We now have audio monitors, preamps. Yeah. It happens. It happens. Oh, my God. We got vandalins and mandolins and things that sometimes hum, as Tom Petty would say. Right. So, a small, so a weasel, a a weasel walks over. into a bar. Oh, oh here we go. shit. Weasel walks into a bar, and the bartender looks at him and goes, Jesus Christ, I've served everything in the, in the world. I've never served a weasel. What would you like? Pop, goes the weasel. That one's soft, I know. Pop goes the pop goes the rhyming of the reasel. You see the empty pocket needs a refill. I got a squad with a list oh, of complainants. Boy. I should have started rap. There was against funny entertainers. And we had now have a remix contest. Anybody that can take that and put a beat to it, right. please send it in to to <laughs> Yep. That's third base. So there was yeah. a little bit of You have to be this writing. old to yeah. know yeah. third base. The yeah. gas face. The gas face. Yeah. yeah. There was SSR riding last weekend, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A little bit of that. The belated Oscar. I'm, really, I'm like, Oscar showed up. Everybody was I like how Oscar shows up and himself. rides my bike. Uh, <laughs> Oscar shows up, picks the lock to our fucking container, because he's Oscar. <laughs> yeah. I like that. He walked, up to the, he walked up to the container and was like, you just heard, bum, bum. Did you actually pick the lock? My favorite part was two a week before it was thirty seven degrees all day. We had no fire. No. Last week it was seventy four degrees and we had a giant. We had the best fire ever. Yeah, we had a great fire last weekend. What about the water hazard? I want to hear about the water. Oh fuck, turn four. Yeah, we didn't use turn. We didn't use turn four. Turn four was closed. I went through one time. That's that's the one thing that threw me off because when I when I got there and I got your bike out, I went through the whole thing. It was like I only see two. Tracks going right. through turn four. No, and I was like, I made one of them. Yeah, fuck it. So I just went. <laughs> so you, all the holes are actually mine from actually doing a bunch of loops on that. <laughs> through the mud. I was like, eh, fuck it. It's, it's trying now. No, but we got, we got some good berm started. So like the one yeah, on turn right. one is a turn good Turn one is yep. turned into but now, a if masterpiece. You, if you want to go the long way to your yeah. front by your neighbor's house, which I'm sure they're not stoked about. Right. Underneath the pine trees, there's a it's soft, and we're gonna have a nice big fat berm for like the extended fucking loop that you have to go around yeah. and back through. And for oh. anybody who wants to know more, Steve has been posting these up on our Cleveland Moto uh, YouTube page, and these videos are way better than we deserve. Uh, but it's so much fun, and the I action think shots get better when we have younger people to like borrow the bikes and do some more. So like, <laughs> so like there's gonna be like an 18 year old or 12 year old coming through with your jacket on and your hat on. Yeah, yeah <laughs> oh, stunt people, uh, kid. I need a double. Sure. <laughs> but you know, so we we talked about doing some really cool stuff, and yeah. I don't think people really realize. So we we in our brain we yeah. thought about a tabletop, yeah. maybe a double, maybe a double. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna put a tabletop on top of the one foot jump, like an actual tabletop, table so that we can clear the tabletop. That, that exactly. jump is the oh, shit. Yeah. That's I know. That, 
That's really but good. But then what about a double? What's a double? You I don't want to think about a double. On I don't shot glasses on It is funny. When you do our, our jump, yeah. the not a, not a jump, when you do not a jump, one, going up to it, you're like, seriously, going up to that is like walking up to the firework you threw in the fire that hasn't gone off yet. Yeah. You're kind of like, okay. So you're on your bike and you're like, you gun it and you come out of turn one and you're like, I'm going to hit the jump. I'm going to send it. You're going to send it. You're like, whoop, second gear, whoop. And then all of a sudden you're like, I don't know, dude. Your front suspension disappears. Yeah. So your front suspension just disappears on the launch ramp. Right. And then you hit it, you get the flat spot and you're like, okay. Make it look cool. Yep. And you, you you put your weight back and you give it a little gas and she just lands beautiful. Like, well, and the like, thing is, is floats like, through the air. You feel, that's why I put it in the video, you yeah. feel like you're fucking... Six feet. Six <laughs> feet in the air. But you're literally, your back tire is like two inches and you no. just float down that thing. Like, I actually, I was shocked. I looked at that video and I watched that video. I told my wife, I was like, honey, check this jump out. It's so much fun. And she was like, when's the jump coming? <laughs> I was like, that was the jump. And she's like, that wasn't a jump. And I was like, no, your seriously, it's a the, jump. Your front wheel leaves the ground, but your back wheel just kind of... Yeah, literally. Yeah. It is, I, got, I got some video, and, and there was a couple times when Steve went off it. Yeah. And there, you know, both wheels were off the ground, off the for, ground. for a moment. For a moment. Yeah. Yeah. That back tire was a good, yeah. like... Two inches. There was air. There was air. Irish foot. You can put a you can put a piece of paper between the ground <laughs> right. and the back with no. But meanwhile, <laughs> it feels so crazy. Yeah. Like no, I mean, I watched him lose it yeah. on a landing. Oh yeah, he yeah. went right into a rose bush. Yeah, that wasn't oh, no. fun. No, we, we get rid of those. Oh yeah, we're gonna go with the flamethrowers. Yeah, we got rid of the barbed wire over there too. Yeah, the flamethrowers were insane. Branches as well because they were. I didn't have a helmet. I was fucking handed that fucking it was like nope 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 yeah oh yeah <laughs> no you broke in but you didn't notice you didn't notice a pile of helmets left. there <laughs> so <laughs> when you broke into the trailer when <laughs> no. you broke into the container to your immediate left on the container oh, was no. a pile of eight brand new helmets oh yeah. no no in no. every size I just wanted to get to the bike but criminals are idiots proven we made it so much safer for you right. though me and Phil Phil was like yeah. like fucking sawing shit and doing stuff I moved like eight fucking yeah. giant oh so it was worse oh, oh we made oh so it was worse <laughs> no it was way better we have now we have now the tunnel of love and we have the happy glades yeah so oh, the tunnel's the shell on the way back yeah. on the oh that's so, so but you can go great, but don't yeah. you see you can take yeah. to the right yeah, yeah it's yeah. like three feet wide right. but then yeah. Phil went and cleared out yeah. the one yeah, foot that's fucking a wide one. Yeah. 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 and it's good and it's at the end when you're at full tilt yeah your handlebars are like three inches from trees it's fucking good man I was gonna say that tunnel is like the trench run in Star Wars yeah where you're like, if you're too hot, like if we're chasing each other and you're yeah. behind me, oh, I'm like, yeah. sooner or later he's gonna clip a tree. And I did the first time we did it. Well, I, if you I clip a tree, tree hard. if you clip a tree, you you hold oh, you're stop. fucked. Yeah, you just die. <laughs> I get, I got home and I completely forgot about it because you know, beer, beer, and, and whatever. And so like later on that night, I was like, the fuck did I do to my hand? It was like the whole fucking part of my hand was yeah. black. I'm like, oh, I am yeah. going to say that underpowered, undersized. Dirt oh, bikes best. are my favorite thing in the yeah. world. Yeah, 100%. I don't call yeah. them underpowered. Undersized, oh, yeah. maybe. But, yeah. uh, well, well, we did 10 I want to go back in time 20 years and have sex with only midgets now. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure I've tapped into the secret of the universe. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh my God. Uh, how much are 10 foot drags? How fun were those? The 10 oh, foot drags, yeah. which oh, yeah. are honestly are 70 foot drags. Yeah. But oh, the hilarious those. thing is, okay. every time Steve would go, Steve would, get, Steve would get the left lane. <laughs> yeah. So the left lane had an exit line. The right, the middle lane and the right lane had a boat. <laughs> so <laughs> me, me and me and Nick would go hell bent for leather, and then boom. but then we'd have to shut down, otherwise we'd become part of a boat. Um, and like the boat was straight up, like it was panic yeah. stop. Yeah. And every time I would launch, I'd be carrying a nice power transfer wheelie, oh, yeah, yeah. and just like, oh, I love that bike. I love that bike so much; it's ridiculous. And so I launched this thing as hard as I could every single time. And I look over because Nick weighs a hundred pounds less than I do. Yeah, yeah, easy. And so I look over, and Nick is like right there, looking at me, going like, "Ha!" You know, <laughs> and I can just see the joy on his face. And meanwhile, I'm just trying to get second gear before my wheel hits the ground. Right. Well, then it's like boat. Yeah. So if you, if you try to win, you lose. <laughs> And meanwhile, whoever's got the inside line can race it all yeah, the way through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But some of the wheelies that Steve pulled, that was uh, and it's like, yeah. it's, this is Steve. Steve's on the line. Yeah. Vroom, 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 vroom. <laughs> <laughs> it's a video. 12 o'clock. Yep. Bail out. Stays, stays on it. Yep. The yep. wheel comes down, doesn't shift. No, just doesn't shift. First gear. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I was yeah. testing the motor. Honestly. I, I have, like, my whole life I've always said wheelies are sexy. Yeah. And then I saw yours. <laughs> That's it. That's it. That was the sloppiest wheelie. It was not good. Every no. single launch that you managed to, to do that on. I was like just spurs in the air. You know, if you're lucky, you'll ride it the whole eight seconds. You know, so how does this Sunday look like? Ain't no problem for me. I think it's gonna rain like a mother for sixty uh, mile an hour winds it's tomorrow. It's going to be mushy there. I can tell you, we're supposed yeah. to get two inches in Oberlin. So. That's well, called that's well, called making berms. Yeah. Yeah. I was gonna say turn yeah. one's looking really good. Yeah. Yeah. Get the ground crew after that. Well, if I get that, once I get the tractor going, yeah. I'm gonna dig a trench yeah. from from right turn one back yeah. to that manhole. Yep, and I'll put a French drain, yeah. in, yeah. and then it'll be okay. Yeah, got some government work to do tomorrow. there you go. But not, not not joking. The fact that I was out there two weekends in a row. Yeah. So my three my three week schedule was week one. I was at Holiday Valley snowboarding and skiing. Yep. So I did that two weeks in a row, and then I did dirt bikes. Weeks. And then I did dirt bikes again. Yeah, I'm actually the most physically fit that I have been in many, many years, yep. except for four inches around my asshole. But if people, and four it, inches around my <laughs> asshole is like way too pretty for your first month of jail. Oh, it's it's definitely. I, <laughs> I'm gonna say what's happened to my back door. <laughs> oh my god! My fifth point of contact has become <laughs> violated hard by that bike. <laughs> the seat is not good. The seat oh. is a nightmare. And first of all, the seat's way too far forward because yeah. it's built for children. Right. Meanwhile, where my butt lands on the on the ramp, right. the, the not a jump. Where my butt lands is right where the metal reinforcement is yep. for the whole bike. And there is, n like, there's not even a whiff or thin mint of suspension <laughs> or softness no. on that metal. There is an eighth of an inch of Chinese plastic yep. 
And then the metal frame. I don't think I'm even hitting the seat. I'm sitting on the back fender. I watched him <laughs> land, oh, yeah. and I saw the fender go into his butt. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, no doubt. It's like his oh. butt ate the back of the motorcycle. Well, no, my butt did eat the seat. Yeah. There's pieces of seat no, missing. his seat is right. literally got, it's, right. it's worn out. Yeah. Did you find it when you, like, wiped? Black vinyl comes oh, out. There's, fender. there's so much yeah. shit up there, it's hard to it's fucking hard to figure it out. But it is true. But... That being said, yeah. if you don't think that that's a fucking workout, right. two days later on oh, Tuesday, yeah. I was trying yeah. to use a mouse in my hand. Arm pump was ridiculous. Look, man. man. Little tiny motorcycles. Little yeah. tiny motorcycles and, and middle-aged men. Yeah. It is like, and, wow. And cinder blocks. And cinder blocks. Cinder blocks, yeah. Oh, I will say, carrying those cinder blocks out of the way, Ooh. like, those cinder blocks were not fucking around. No. And also, doing the animal husbandry and forestry I was doing all, <laughs> right. all day. By the end of it all, I had it. I totally destroyed Dan's chainsaw. Right. He gave me a chainsaw that had a legit good blade on it, and now it's a piece of rope. Dude, I bought that chainsaw <laughs> 20 years ago. Yeah. It had never been sharpened before. <gasps> well, guess what? It's been, it's going I got to buy three chains. <laughs> because <laughs> now it has become literally a backhoe. Like, it's become a combine. The chainsaw does everything you'll ever need to do on a farm. It harvests the wheat. It shucks the wheat. It throws the wheat. It's a chainsaw. But it can't cut butter. No, no. It, right now, it can't cut cheese. That chainsaw is dull. <laughs> But it's like, it's bad. So it's I got to buy some chains what, for it. What it takes to dull a chain. Like, as soon as you touch a rock, or the ground. That's it. Or, or oh, no, I was digging those here. roots out from the tunnel. Oh, yeah, and I was digging the roots out, and I was like, oh, well, I hate, it, hate to do it. I already cut all the big wood. I'm going to cut some shit now that's going to ruin this yeah, chain. Right. And I was like subterranean. Like, <laughs> I, I, at one point I saw Elon Musk, <laughs> and I was like, whoa, went way too far. Channel. Yeah. And so, but yeah. Anywho, I like we were filming and I asked John, I'm like, so is this going to get us in shape? He was like, no, it's going to get us hurt. It's gonna get us hurt. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to buy a couple of loaves of bread at Aldi on the way there next time and just sit on them. <laughs> That's a good idea. I figure for 89 cents, <laughs> get a loaf of bread from Aldi got, and then lunchtime good. we'll have sandwiches. I'm going to throw a chuck roast on mine. Oh, chuck roast on there is perfect. I've got, awesome. a, I've got a solution that I'm going to try next time and it's that I've got a, a spare Vespa oh, Grande moped seat which is a perfect rectangular prism. Yes. Yeah. And oh, I'm going to yeah. sit it on top yeah. of the the original seat with some ratchet straps or something. I like was that. just going to put you on my seat. Well. Yeah, you ordered one. <laughs> right. And it's coming through, you know. I thought yeah. it was a domestic, but I guess. It's no. Is it like a legit seat can, that's supposed to fit this? Phil, can you get, can you get it, um, it closely? How much would it cost for yeah, replacement seats? So we can just no use idea. the pants and make it right. I have no idea. So here's the reason. The so with SSR, oh, um, here's the secret, you guys. If you have, uh, if you're out in podcast land and you have an SSR motorcycle, or you'd uh, like to have an SSR motorcycle, uh, if you need parts for your SSR motorcycle, don't call the dealer. No, just call SSR? Just, no, just go on Amazon. Oh, okay. Everything yeah. you could ever want. Exactly. Because it takes me longer to place the order than it would take you to get it through Amazon. Um, legit, as wonderful as SSR is, their parts ordering system is not cutting edge. And it is that kind of thing. Like, that's where you've heard me say many times, sometimes the dealership can get in the way. Right. And this is one of those things where if the part is available and it's going to work and it's available through something like, you know, Great Rock Candy Mountain and Amazon. Do it. Uh, yeah. I got a plan. Yeah. So his seat that he bought was 19 bucks. Yeah. Okay. The stock one is 15 
So Bed Bath Beyond sells the purple memory foam four inch thick <laughs> yeah, yeah, thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. That can make at least two, if not three seats. I honestly think bed. if you're paying for the purple foam, you are paying way too well, much. Whatever, some kind of memory I have old foam seat or something. Covers that I've taken off with old seats. I was going to say, if you see somebody throwing away carpet on the side of the road and you see the <laughs> carpet pad next to it, you need one roll of Gorilla Tape. And then you can make whatever kind of seat you want. That's true. I'm yeah. pretty sure I have up in my attic yeah. the seat cover and foam from a CB750 King yeah. Queen seat. Right. I'm yeah. going yeah. to put on that yeah. bike. Oh, yeah. yes. Yeah. I, I totally get it. Because the only problem I have with my bike is the seat. Is the seat. Yeah. Because every other part of that bike has already outperformed itself. Like, not joking. We've done horrible things to those bikes. Yeah. And had they failed at any point, I would have been like, they earned it. I'm surprised yeah. they didn't break it doing the whole shot because I was giving her all she's got. Yep. I'm 300 pounds on this little bike. That chain should have been Yeah. Nothing. Now, we've had a little weird thing that's going on. I'm not actually sure. I want to try tightening down my Please motor do. mounts and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. Like getting that. Cause I wonder who built that bike. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's, well, just, you know, <laughs> tightening, going back over it because it's been a consistent, like, clunk, clunk. Yeah. Like it hasn't been a. Right. It's like it's. It's been yeah. like a clunk clunk. Like yeah. maybe something like in the swing arm yeah. or something, just under max right. torque. Well, clunk, clunk. you know what I've noticed, and I noticed it on me, but I noticed it on him and you too. Right. Is that when we're riding and you're hitting things, your foot is hitting the kickstarter right. and it's making a yeah. noise once in a while. Like it's just pushing it back enough to right. just like like. Uh, you, Phil's was making an interesting sound. Oh yeah, there was that. Yeah. Okay. I don't know what's up with that. <laughs> yeah. 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 I might be ready for some Royal Purple oil. <laughs> I think we might we might be at Royal Purple, and then next oil change we'll use Amsoil, and then we'll use a 172 kit. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think that my motor, I feel like my motor has, well, my motor has been a break-in experiment. Yeah. When he, when he changed your oil. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That and was... the sun was glistening. Oh, what I can tell is your oil. Anybody, anybody who ever asks about these bikes, anybody sitting at this table will say that I have ridden my bike one weekend more than you guys have because my bike was the first, my bike was the first bike to get tried. That's right. But also, I have never, ever done anything to my bike except demand the most right right my bike has never ever ever had natural wheel speed so my my rear tire has never gone the speed i've been moving right. ever right either you're, accelerating or decelerating you know what i was you're impressed old? with was when we got done riding and yeah. we were hanging out and talking and bullshitting for like an hour and a half yeah after that hour and a half yeah. i leaned on my bike and yeah. burned my arm like <laughs> well, also what's not what what shocks me is that after an, a day of hard sex yeah with my motorcycle that I can have a cigarette and a beer, and I go over to my bike, and one kick, oh, yeah. and one kick, it's like, in the morning, yeah, when we right. first got I there, know. it was like, you just touched the starter, the, yeah, the kickstarter, kick like, and it, goes. it was like, boom. I, I have had really expensive motorcycles that were harder to start than this thing was. In all fairness, I've never had a new bike. I mean, so it's like, <laughs> <laughs> I never had a bike that was a it's new It's the newest motor. bike you've ever had. It's the newest right. bike I've ever yeah, had. That's true. <laughs> Yeah, I honestly at this point thought we'd have four broken frames. Yeah. Right? I thought at this point we'd have four broken frames, we'd have six or seven cracked engine mounts and shit like that. And at least... Apparently the foot pegs coming off them is an issue. They sell an undercradle... Really? They sell an undercradle skid, yeah. skid plate that makes integrated it... foot pegs, oh. so they're no longer bolted to the motor. Oh. Well, I will say this. If I put more weight on my feet, I'd probably have less holes in my ass. Yeah. <laughs> because that has been an issue. 
I, I know for a fact that if my technique was better and I was putting my weight on my feet and breaking those foot pegs, my butt wouldn't probably hurt so much. Well, and I yeah. do think we do need to bring um, some spanners to like crank the rear shocks. Down oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Because my, my suspension is still set for an 11-year-old. Me too. Yeah. And, oh, and yeah. I, think, I think we could probably afford to spend like 25 bucks on shock oil. Oh, maybe- oh, 25 bucks. If we take out Chinese viscosity negative two yeah. in the front forks and put, put in w- anything, fluid. <laughs> yeah. we call them <laughs> transsexual fluid. Okay. Oh, that's worse. <laughs> He's just trying to milk them. That's all. He's just trying to get more of it. That's it. Gender. It's oh, gender no. fluid. It's gender fluid. Okay. From now on, ATF is now officially known as Gender Gender Fluid. (laughs) (laughs) And on that note, note, ride fast and take chances. Bum, 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 bum,